advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. Not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King with me, You say funny things. Are people sending you this shit? Because I'm going to fucking find them and I'm going to kill them. Slide whistle. Slide yeah. Whistle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got it. It's a, it's a big hat. It's funny. Who's sending it to you, though? Are you buying those things? No, David Kanchiro sent that. Oh, my it was a whole annoyance. It's an entire annoyance pack. David, I see you in real life. You just wait. You just wait. It's only once. I won't do any more. That was it. Long yeah, but how many more fucking yeah. asshole things are yeah. there that you're only going to do once? Yeah. Long live the slide whistle. Yeah. And he goes into <clears throat> retirement. <clears throat> It'll be set on a shelf somewhere. <clears throat> I know how much it bothers you. I won't do it again. And then it's going to be fucking duck quacker. And then it's going to be. You give me ideas. I have none of those things. I have none of those. Nah. Nah. I'm not actively doing this. It was a gift. No, you actively did it. I know, but it was a gift. It's like, you know, I had to. We get lots of gifts. You just shuffle under the desk. That's true. That's not true. We have boxes full of strange treats that no one has ever consumed. No, that was back in the day when we had uh, like kale chips or something and some weird shirts that had weird stuff on it that we didn't. No, we still have boxes full of weird shit from Brazil and the UK and stuff. We drank some of the coffee and stuff, but then it got weird and old. I Mm. ate all the South Africa stuff except for those weird candies were weird. Hmm. That someone scared me. But the that biscotti stuff, it's all gone. I ate it. Hmm. All the all the cashews that had fucking uh, what was on there? Marmite cashews or whatever the fuck they were. I almost died. We're going to change the milling address well, to was a fucking P.O. box. That, Marmite that almost killed that, No, there yeah. was cashews, too. There was like, I don't think you died from the cashews. You, no, it was the, mar, it was the, the Marmite. The Marmite did give me that fucking Peanut butter shit. Marmite. Sodium content on that, that must fucking, be fucking that crazy. That shit was fucking... It was, was salty as fuck. Yeah. I was scared. It was delicious, yeah. and I was scared, though. Like, I was I mean, actually worried. Yeah. So one it, gift, tastes like, it tastes like trucker piss. Like, it was so salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit was yellow, like Mountain Dew. One gift that I will never complain about is the gift of whiskey. That we keep getting. And this time we have the second of the latest gifts from uh, Harry Woby. Um, and it is the Uncle Nearest 1856. Um, we tried the 18 yeah. mother else. 84. I only know her, I only know her as, as Carrie Whoa there, bitch. Like she comes on <laughs> way too fucking strong. Whoa. Yeah, whoa, yeah. bitch. Like hold the fuck up. Like calm down. She comes so, on way too strong. It is a premium whiskey, 100 proof, but the other one was 100 proof as well. Which or one? Hotter. Oh, the other one she sent? 90, 93 proof. 93 proof. Maybe that's why we drank it in that order. Because mm-hmm. that was we had specific instructions to drink them in this order. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. is the final. This Uncle so. Dearest. Uncle Nearest. Mommy Dearest, Uncle Nearest. That shit's John Lester. Surprisingly smooth. It's hot on my lips. Like it burned my lips. Well, I think it's because you're drinking out of that glass. It burned in the back of my throat. 
I mean, not like a bad burn. It, it was strong. But, That's uh, weird. It's totally smooth on the palate, but it burned my lips, and I'm feeling a little heartburn down the esophagus. Not burning me. It was smooth as fuck. <clears throat> but like in smooth. the mouth, it was perfectly smooth. I mean, smooth. it's warm. I'm warm. warm on the chest. Warm is a good description. Warm on the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got a little spicy on the tongue. Um, it's really but good. But yeah, really smooth for 100 proof. Really good. I feel like That's I'm going to be flavor. fucking wrecked, though, maybe. That was kind of a big goal. Good, uh, good aftertaste. Really good aftertaste. I feel good right um, now. I'm, yeah, I'm perfect. Good. If I stayed where I'm at right now, I'm almost tasting I'm really like a, good. Have you like done a like chocolatey? A, yeah, like holly berry. Yeah, this is a holly berry. Yeah, this is, is a holly, holly, berry. holly though, or holly, holly berry. It's holly berry, not holly. Holly. Berry. Yeah, holly ho, berry. Ho ho holly berry. Holly, ho ho holly. Hoo hoo holly berry. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Carrie. That was delicious. Never even heard of it before. Never seen it before. Now we've got multiple bottles of it. Yeah. David Kane Shiro says he apologizes for nothing. Mm. On the live. That's all right. I'm just saying. But, Tell that to his titties. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You know what it means. Oh, yeah. he, oh. He'll find he know, out. He'll he find out what, what it means. means. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> titties. Any big uh, El Yucateco stories this week? Um, Anything in El Yucateco news? I gave regular customers El Yucateco, like computer customers. Oh, yeah. I do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, what's this about? I was like, well, I don't, something happened at the counter where something got mentioned. And I was like, oh, wait, you like hot sauce? And then it led into it. And then mm. I showed him the studio. And How then does that happen? I gave they're, him talking about, they're talking about. Yeah, I don't about know. Computers. I don't remember. It was like, it was weird. I was like, basically, this is your hard drive. Do you guys like hot sauce? I mean, it just happened. Yeah, it's just, I don't know how (laughs) it happened. It segues into that. If I told you about my favorite hot sauce, (laughs) would you like to upgrade your hard drive? Yeah. (laughs) Normally, I mean, we're still, our college is completely shut down from COVID, but normally, uh, at least once a semester, I take like an assortment to the break room, give them out to people in the, well, well, a, I stock the break room right. to, to like get people used to it. But B, I give away bottles to like the secretaries and whoever's working around there, the janitor. Like I just, like I just give bottles to people and I can't do that. Right a now. couple people won a uh, year supplies of Teco. And yeah, I thought, I, I thought it was going to be like 12 bottles, like no, one a legit. month. They gave them like a case of <clears throat> like everything. Whole, yeah. A whole case of everything. Yeah. So it was a fucking, that's, that's more than a year supply for Fuck an average yeah, person. It that's, is. And that's very generous. That's like a year supply for that person and everybody they know. Yeah. Like for the average, for an consumer, average person, a bottle yeah. a month is probably fair for someone. I would think if not longer, maybe I think, I think people bo- like a if, bottle. If you have multiple flavors, you're, you might not even do a bottle a month because you're going to do right. like the a quarter of a of, bottle, yeah. you know, from all your bottles, you know. I've been doing, because I ran out of triple X again at my house because I used up that jug finally. And so I switched over to Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So I've been eating like fucking shit, man. I had like multiple things that could use ranch. <laughs> we had pizza. <laughs> and we had Frosty King. And I was just putting That's fucking, the key. Yeah. When you have something that could use ranch, 90% chance it's unhealthy, 10% chance it's a salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 30% chance of showers from your butt the next day. <laughs> I like ranch. I ranch love ranch. so good, but I'm very particular about ranch. It has to be oh, yeah. Best Foods Mayo and Hidden Valley Ranch Mix. Or, um, or it has to be made with buttermilk. Yeah. If you use buttermilk, I never do just because of, I don't think it would last long. And if I say it because of the spoil long. factor, but, but no, how long does buttermilk that shit last? Yeah. Not that long. Okay. That I use long. water and I really don't notice the difference. It's really not that big a deal. It's still really really good no i mean but store-bought ranch water I yet to find ranch that i like water and ranch is good but it, it is too runny um but even you, like if you go to jack like in the, the box Rusty's pizza runny yeah because if because yeah. if yeah but if you, rusty pizza uses buttermilk but their shit's made fresh all the time right uh but if you use water and mayonnaise like it you can't put too much mayonnaise it, like to thicken it 
because it just starts tasting like fucking mayonnaise. Right. I've got it down. It's, it's half a jar of Best Foods, mm-hmm. one pack of the ranch seasoning, mm-hmm. and then it's just a little bit of water, shake it, a little bit of water, shake yeah. it until you get the consistency, and the flavor's fine. Yeah, you're good. And yeah. it lasts for fucking And it lasts forever, as long as fucking mayonnaise was yeah. going to last. The other it's, thing you can use is, is unsweetened, unflavored almond milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. works, and that know. lasts Does a it long time. It tastes like sticks. It's no, better, no, no. With, it's better no. with oat milk. Uh, could could use oat milk, but the almond milk's been fine. I've tried that. I'm not the almonds, vanilla or the fucking flavored shit. No, it's got to be the unsweetened, unsweetened, unflavored. Yeah, I, I've honed in on my own because I can't use the Hidden Valley Ranch packets because it's got dairy in it. But I've just I basically like read through. It's like there's certain ingredients that are in every ranch dressing. Right. It's usually onion powder, garlic powder, mm-hmm. pepper, salt, dill. And uh, dill, parsley, dill. I think and is those the are That's those the are the and I've just like over the past year and a half honed just experimented and honed. And I don't have a recipe. I just make it. I make a single serving in a little small mason jar, and I throw in my mayo, which is vegan best foods mayo. Mm-hmm. Then I throw in a splash of oat milk. I throw in a splash of vinegar, and then I just add those spices to various degrees. Stir it up, and it's fucking delicious. Yeah. It's like as good a ranch as I've ever had. I know. I feel like people don't. It. The people that don't, like that don't live in the United States don't know what's up with best foods. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. it's or a Hellman's. fucking whole other deal. Is Hellman's the same for same sure? Same company. Same exact thing. Same exact. I feel like I bought it and regional. it didn't go well. It was just like it's weird. Regional. We have Hellman's though. You can get Hellman's. And, like I've seen that. At they the have store. the same logo. They have the same the logo. Is they very have similar. the same jingle. It's the same What's company. What's the jingle? The I don't same. know Best Foods jingle. Bring out the Best Foods and bring out oh, your best. I did Bring out the Hellman's and bring out your best. Same mm. fucking thing. This you know why I didn't change it? Brand loyalty. It's they Shasta, want to keep all the people Shasta have, and Fago. Yeah. All the people that had Hellman's, if Hellman's disappeared and became Best Foods. Maybe food, they are different. They would buy maybe they, I mean, because obviously one of them bought the other one. And regionally, it might be like, well, leave Hellman's, but just brand it exactly like Best Foods. Yeah. But they taste different. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Kraft owns you know, craft is best right. foods. Right. I'm know, looking so right craft now. probably. I mean, generally Hellman's, when that happens, it's because of, you know, of brand loyalty. Like and someone uses Hellman's, they always buy Hellman's. Yeah. Like that if, and it if might I taste known a certain you way. Said, you know, like it might taste right. a certain way. Right. You know, it says the products are basically the same. Yeah, mm, that, that doesn't mean. Same, yeah, it's not. Uh, it says that's taste like, preference. That's like Target very, compared to. You know what I mean? Right. They said some uh, people find that Best Foods is slightly more tangy. Oh yeah, that might be. There is a slight difference. I like a tang. But man, you're right. That logo is the same. Yeah. Those bastards. You're listening Introduce. to Ranch Talk. Yes. Mm-hmm. All ranch, all the time. Yeah. And when you make your ranch or you buy your ranch, stick a whole shitload of Eluteco hot sauce in it and elevate mm-hmm. the flavor. That's right. There's your catchphrase. Free, drop the mic, elevate the flavor. Bam. Mm-hmm. Bam. <laughs> Bam. 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 Oh, my God. <laughs> Bam. Bam. I told them that my mana is so good. Bam. Bam. <laughs> what is that? Bam. Bam. You ever put hot sauce yeah. on your mana? Bam. Bam. That sounds like a gay forest gum. <laughs> Bam. Mama always said a box of mayonnaise. You never know what you're going to get. Bam. Bam. I don't get the, where does that that's that's an impression of someone though. No, I think it's from nah. my kids' cartoons that they watch. It's like it's like some fucking it just yeah, came out of me. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> also we always want to thank our patrons. Um, the patrons make the world go round. If you want to support us for as little as a dollar, that's right, a fucking dollar. Yeah, you bitches. a measly ass dollar. So say you went to my house. Yeah, where say. my brand new. Say. 
Just uh, say it. vintage 1982 <laughs> Donkey Kong machine. Donkey Kong motherfucker. Arrived, bam. And it bam. And is in my oh, office. Oh, it's the Snoop Dogg. And I fucking play no, it. That's not yeah, what I'm thinking of. Say you came to my house because you wanted to play my brand new Donkey Kong machine, which isn't yeah. brand new. It's vintage 1982 restored, fully gorgeous machine. And you wanted to play Donkey Kong. You'd play it four times. Mm-hmm. That's You're going to suck because you haven't played Donkey Kong Jr. in a long time. Those four quarters are going to last you like seven minutes. Yeah. For those four quarters, you could instead become a patron of Sofa King Podcast. For mm-hmm. four fucking measly ass chintzy fucking quarters, yeah. you could become a $1 goddamn motherfucking shitty ass fucking patron. Yeah. Or maple coins or dollar dues or, or whatever. whatever. Got, One yeah. motherfucker. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I'm tired of? One motherfucking tired of dollar. Motherfucking non fucking patrons on, on this mo- motherfucking plane on this motherfucking plane for one nice. measly ass grinchy motherfucking dollar grinchy. you get 170 bonus episodes that for a dollar that's that pretty good or you can fucking play a video game for like seven minutes i almost your signed call up. i almost signed your up. call mm-hmm. yeah but some of them that we like to and there's other shit you can get too yeah sure. all kinds exclusive of exclusive merch fucking dope ass fucking motherfucking shit yep mm. there's more bandanas coming Preach. for the record people's yep. Preach. I was box. just trying to make that pitch the most swear worthy pitch I've ever yeah. done. <laughs> Why is Dave so angry at us for giving him money? <laughs> no, no, I'm it's angry not at you. the ones for, mad not. People for not yeah. giving yeah. money. Yeah. Motherfucker, yeah. give us a dollar. Yeah, a motherfucking lousy ass chintzy motherfucker. You on the live feed. Shut what? the fuck up. Yeah, you on the now live we're, feed. Now we're we mad because you're ass, talking. Motherfucker. Yeah, but, but keep talking. doing it. We like it, bitch. Yeah, but this is your first time. This is what it's totally like. Yes. Yeah, all of the episodes, all 9,000 episodes. So our first patron. Is Matt Olson? Matt Olson. He's With one of the Olson O-N, twins, not an E. Yeah, yeah. That's where the Olson twins went. Yeah, yeah he they, actually they combined them. Olson and they to, made to Matt. become Matt mm-hmm. Olson. Yeah. It's like a Vol- it's like a shitty Voltron. Yeah, yeah. bomb. Yeah, they're like when they combine, they're like <laughs> it's like Christopher Walken, fucking yeah. a little bomb. bit of walking in there. Yeah, a little walking. Well, that's what, uh, yeah. And, I bet my kids are gonna well, tell me it's a card. I'm gonna go home and do that fucking shit, and they're gonna be like, oh, that's you know what? It was actually perfect because it's Christopher Walken impression of the Bam, and that's it, and and it's. Uh, doormat Olsen. Right. That's what his mom calls him anyway. <laughs> and uh, no, walks no arms, all no fucking legs. over him. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just flat as a fucking pancake. So thank you, Matt Olsen. Bam. Nathan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Oh, fake-ass Mexican. <laughs> fake-ass Mexican. Yeah. He's a white-ass Mexican. Yeah, Nathan. Yeah. His whole family speaks Spanish. He's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Mexicans hate him. He's never spoken to his grandparents. Yeah. Never. He, has, he tat- doesn't know what they're saying. He has a tattoo on his stomach that says fake-ass Mexican. Yeah. 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 In yeah. old English. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Non-brown pride that he has on his back. Um, then we have, uh, oh God, Nick, Nick DeLeon. Nick DeLeon. <laughs> what do you got a problem with that one for? Yeah, you don't like Nick Come the Lion? On. You know. You he, all know. The he's, Lion. Yeah, Nick the Lion. Nick the Lion. <laughs> That's a, no, he's... Uh, he's <laughs> Exit stage left. <laughs> he's snaggle. Yeah, snaggle. One, they yeah. call him snagglecock because yeah. it's fucking. Yeah, it when got mangled to, in a shredder. In a, in a snagglecock. Yeah, yeah snagglecock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, the <laughs> thought of fucking getting your shit stuck in a shredder. Oof. Yeah. Not like a nice paper shredder either, like a fucking wood a crazy shredder. one. Well, it would have to be because a paper shredder, it would be impossible. Yeah. No, not oh, you for, could get not, some ball sack in there. Oh, no, you true. could. Ooh. If you stuff some balls. <laughs> <laughs> you could get it in there. You could get it in there. I just had a picture of someone biting beef jerky when you said that. <laughs> Think of the panic, the look on your face and the panic while you hit reverse. Oh. You're trying to yeah, unplug yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, oh. yeah. Because there's going to be that lag between I'm seeing what's happening and, and my body the, doesn't feel it yet. And and Dave Dave 
it by the like good paper shredder too because he's a writer. So that motherfucker's like 1.2 horsepower <laughs> fucking paper shredder. It does DVDs yeah. and your ball sack. It's, it's, it's got no, two it's twenty. Yeah, it's a two twenty motor. Yeah, nuts that graffiti coming up oh the other end. God, yeah. just dragging a fucking Jesus shredder between your legs, Christ. crying bloody. Yeah. yeah, no wonder he hates bacon. So that's that's why I winced about Nick DeLeon. Then we have, um, which I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know if this is legit or if this is uh, cheating. Michael and Whitney Wallace. Mm, somebody's. I think it's okay. I, I'll it's because they it. think they have freedom. I'll yeah. allow it. That's why. I'll allow it. Because they could each be well, buying in. No, instead, it, no, what it is, it's Michael's. It's Michael's account. But he, he's so. Don't say it, but does it show how much they pay right there? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it now? I feel good about it. Okay, that's okay. fine. Yeah, it's both of them. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. I feel good about the investment. It's chipped in. Like they could have both done separate. They did one. You know what happens Nothing with that though? CJ Lasers got to make the ID card, and mm. I got to figure out like who's right. in the shirt. What name do we put on there? Well, like, you put the girl. You put me. the girl's name on it. That's true. I mean, obviously. I could. Right. I if could he was a fucking names. man, he would have his own account. I could make him mm. like Brangelina names. Yeah. What's the, what are their names again? Michael and Whitney. Yeah. Weichel. Weichel. It's hard mm. to put the M first. Yeah. Michael or Mitney. You don't it's know. Mitney. Oh, Mitney's good. Mitney's good. Like yeah. Mitt Romney. It's like no. Mitney. Mitney Wallace. Yeah. yeah. Mitney Wallace. Yeah. Oh, I'm reprinting that card. <laughs> <laughs> You'll forget what I I'll remail it. <laughs> Mitney and it's got Bernie with his yeah. mittens on there. Yeah. Fucking, I'll reprint it if you'll post it. Send yeah. me a message. And then we have our last patron for this episode, Brian Baldwin. But mm. um, one of the Baldwin the- brothers. He is one of the bald ones. Yeah. Unknown, yeah. He's the yeah. oldest bald one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's really bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's old. Yeah. Is it too late to start acting? <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss it? <laughs> Bam! Yeah. That's, that's, that's like, where a, it comes, yeah. like a tame Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I don't know what the bald ones sound like. I couldn't think of it at all. I went old because you said he was old, yeah, so yeah, I, just, yeah. I embraced the old of it. Yeah. Mm. It'd be hard to mm. do a Baldwin. I couldn't do a Baldwin if I, I had to. I'm trying to think what they sound Someone like. Does Baldwin. Someone does an impression of everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do a Baldwin. Like God damn, Jimmy Fallon's good at musical I can impressions. Picture, I pictured yeah, Alec really Baldwin is. fat. Yeah, like I pictured an, Alec Baldwin, but I can't do a... Like the fat Alec Baldwin, cat in a hat. Mm. Have you seen Kevin Bacon and Jimmy Fallon do <laughs> musical impressions? It's not as good as Paul Rudd, for sure. But they're actually mm. good is the problem. You're oh, like, fuck, right. they're good. Like, yeah. they're really playing it. Kevin Bacon's really playing and singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, like, British accents and shit. No, well, Kevin, he can't make... That. I mean, he don't want to make himself look bad. Yeah. Right. Could he's he, not, he's not a comedian. Possible? He's not a comedian. He could rub his own shit on his face. He's comedian would good. make themselves look bad. It'd be funny. But that's Kevin Bacon. Right. There it goes. Good Predicted point. crash. Good point. Out of our feed crash. Yeah, I didn't yeah. reset that. He knew. He knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. We were running behind. It's a white swan event. Yeah. yeah. White swan. We knew. So, <laughs> um, and then last but not least, uh, Podbelly, if, uh, if you love podcasts, and I know you do, if you're listening to this one, then go to podbelly.com. You can find a whole network of other episodes that you can listen to of other shows, um, various topics from paranormal things to pop culture to uh, murder and true crime to other fiction podcasts. If mm-hmm. you like it. Um, then go to podcast and you will find it and you can also find tutorials and you can find a directory to post your own podcast to, et cetera. So go to podbelly.com. That's podbelly.bam. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. Yeah. Like blam. Like blam. It's on a song. Blam. Blam. Like blam. Like blam. Like blam. Oh yeah. Bobby Kennedy. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. Bobber. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
I watched a four-part series on Netflix called oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bobby for President, I think I is that, or Bobby Kennedy. For, it's really good, it actually. Good, yeah. It's really good, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, today I watched an Al Jazeera, um, and it was basically who killed Bobby Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And then I watched another one that what if Bobby Kennedy had lived. Oh, that'd be interesting. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. It seems like it would have been a better place. Yeah. Honest. I agree. It really does. I really I fucking like, hmm, agree. If everyone would left everybody alone. Because I didn't know a whole lot about Bobby Kennedy going into this. I knew he was assassinated. I knew he, I mean, I knew the family, mm-hmm. obviously. I didn't realize what a fucking force of politics he was. He was basically co-president. Yeah. During, during and I mean, and term. even like, like, oh, I went to law school. Like him. I got out of yeah. law school and I'm immediately the center of all this fucking shit behind the scenes in Washington, D.C. Like he was just a political powerhouse, which isn't a surprise because they can't like, I don't it's know. I Kennedys. always I look at the Kennedys and yeah. I just sort of assume that they're in politics de facto, not that they're actually any good at it or that they should be. But it's like reading about Bobby Kennedy. It's like, oh, this motherfucker knew what he was doing and he should have been doing it. But the other thing is like every single thing I read about him was like he was like a light. He was like this force of positivity and change. Mm -hmm. And he like it wasn't just I want to be a politician for the power. It was like he literally legitimately fought to change. He had morals and he lived by them. He actually did. And like he believed it. And he made changes that were unpopular but necessary. And I was just like, wow, this guy really. Hence the assassination. Yeah, exactly. And he started the Peace Corps, right? Yes. As I, I just said yes confidently. I honest. didn't run into that in the in the research, but maybe it was JFK. But for, I want to say it was Bobby. Maybe it was I don't remember. But anyway, that's the type of shit that he would have done. So, um, but I was very very impressed by uh, his story, um, what he did, who he was, etc. Um, it's easy to just dismiss a Kennedy as a Kennedy, but it's like this motherfucker was kind of outside of the Kennedy box in a way. Um, he like even one thing that I saw was that when he led the justice department as attorney general under his brother, there was an 800% increase in arrests of the mob. He was all about, that's probably what got him. 800% increase. He was dude. taking the teamsters yeah. and Hoffa on like fucking Fuck. face. Well, like, same thing. I mean, taking it's them already, on. I mean, it's already kind of known now that the mob with the help of the CIA, I believe anyway, I mean, that's kind of like the way it leads right. killed Kennedy. And but in a way, brother, like reading this shit, it's like if that is the case, they shot the wrong Kennedy because it was well, kind of his brother, not JFK. Well, I think I think it was really I think it's it. almost like making a point. You know what sure. I mean? Like fucking like, hey, we'll right. kill the fucking right. we're, we're going to kill the stop. fucking president. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it was a different time, For you sure. know, obviously. But I mean, I think. Not JFK was kind of in the same boat about yeah. you know making change yeah, for and, sure. and being for different sure. and yep. doing unpopular things that but were I popular kinda, with the people. But I kind of got the impression doing this research that a lot of the change that JFK enacted as president was kind of spurred on by his brother more than him. I feel like a lot of it was like stuff that he was resistant to, and then his brother talked him into it, and then he went for these changes. Yeah, all the documentaries that I watched um, had to touch into JFK, like they had to show well, you how have to. instrumental. Well, sure. yeah, and, was, but also was, to illustrate uh, how instrumental he was to that to process, JFK. to the campaign, mm-hmm. uh, and to the campaign prior. Right. Um, that it was Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Like, yeah. and yeah. what's funny is he wasn't like academically, like no. comparatively to the brothers, he was like not the guy right you know dad had all his hopes on fucking yeah. joseph or whatever right, and he right. died in the fucking war then it switched to jack so you get jfk that shit didn't go right it's like he was like last on the fucking list yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but he was really the guy. Right. He was. Yeah, the but guy, academics I mean. are different than. For you sure. know what I mean? Like, like for sure. He 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 had vision and he had hope. Right. I'm, I'm sure. Right. You know what I mean? For change. And we we did if if you're progressive. if you're newer to the show, it's been a while now. But we did a two episode part on JFK. Um, we did one on the life of JFK, and then we did one just specifically on the assassination, the assassination of JFK. Yeah. So go back and you can listen to that, and you'll get more on the Kennedy family. At some point, we need to do a fam uh, an episode on their father because um, he was just an astounding figure of wealth and power in America. Um, but so. Robert Francis Kennedy, um, a.k.a. Bobby, was born in Brookline, Massachusetts, which, by the way, is where Conan O'Brien is from, um, in goddamn 1925. Way back. Fucking way back, dude. Yeah. Um, so his dad was Joseph I mean, Sr. That's, that's Depression times. Fuck yeah, I mean. it was. Not for his family. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they watched. I mean, that was the time they watched everyone. Yeah, that was the time they watched everybody suffer yeah. and made a lot more money. Yeah. Um. So his father and his mom, Rose, who was the daughter of the mayor of Boston, they were like the elite of the elite of the Boston circle. They were both cast, uh, Catholic, Joseph and Rose. Um, and uh, he had seven siblings. And they, I mean, they were just, they were just fucking, they were wealthy. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't, I mean, Extremely there's rich wealthy. and there's yeah. wealthy. Like they accrued wealth. They were so, they had so much fucking money, this family did. Um, it was stock market money too. Stock market money. Um, a little bit of weirdness with Joseph and the Nazis, you know, a little bit later down gotta the make, line. You got to make money. You got to make, make money where you got to make money. Business is business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, his father became the U.S. ambassador to Britain um, and they moved to England. I thought that was weird. Like he's American, right? Mm-hmm. Like the U.S. ambassador to Britain and like moved to England. I don't know. I feel like that's a position that would be held. It's not. It's not, not held by a British person. No, no, no. That's no, the ambassador. That's our, the ambassador. Our, ambassador. our ambassador to yeah. Britain. Ah, okay, that makes yeah. Sense. yeah, and you would need to live in Britain, in Britain probably yeah, job, because yeah. you would be at the. You'd right. be at the uh, what's you'd it called the the Parliament. embassy. You'd yeah, be at the, the embassy. embassy. Yeah, yeah, you'd be at the embassy in London. And, you know? Yeah. Um, but apparently, just they were. They were like the fucking Kardashians and the royal family and all that combined. Like when there weren't any rich celebrity families, there were the Kennedys. Mm. Like they were beloved, even though the Kennedys were all fairly young. Um, even when they went to England, they were like media darlings and everybody was curious what they were up to um, just because of their power and their, their and prominence. Their, and their weird and ass their, accents. Their weird ass accents, their their uh, crazy charisma. They were all just fucking super charismatic. We came to um, England not for the food, but for our father's position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so apparently like multiple things that I read sort of emphasize that most of the brothers in the family took after and followed the lead of their father and that Bobby was the one who didn't. He bonded with and his mom. He bonded yeah. with his mom and he tended to sort of seek her version, which was much more religious and much more truth-based and much more helping the world. Um, and um, that was kind of what he did. And uh, he... Later on, when he talked about the large family, he said, when you come from that far down, you have to struggle to survive um, because he was was he, he was the last. Right. I'm a last. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> I, mean, I can't remember if he was the know. last, but he was far down on, on the list. I um, mean, he wasn't beloved by his father, so he had to really kind of work at it because he didn't excel academically. He didn't seem like he was the one. You no, know? no. 
So they end up as World War II is starting to break out, as Hitler is on the move. Uh, Joseph Kennedy is like, we're fucking out of here. We are not staying in England when this fucking shitstorm brews. And they head back to America. Um, and once he gets back to America, his plan is, which this tells you the level of power and wealth that this father has. They get back to America and he declares to the family, my oldest son, Joseph, is going to become president of the United States. Yeah, man. I thought about that. I was like, how many people are families that are rich and in power and probably went to Harvard or the fucking... Yale or they're in the fucking bones thing and you know they're they were in some kind of secret society. The bones thing. Say Skull Bone Dugs in Harmony. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Say my son's gonna be president and it just doesn't come to fruition. Right. Versus like him claiming it, like calling it like Babe Ruth and then fucking doing it. Yeah. You know? Because he wasn't just saying it. He was like, I'm going to leverage all of my wealth and political influence yeah. to make him president of the, it wasn't just some one day you can become president kiddo it was like no i am going to make you president yeah, and i mean you don't think george bush senior did the same thing with right. w sure. <laughs> yeah. i mean same it's the yeah. same thing like right. he used right. his like what is up having to the uh, the Father Kennedy Joseph, what it, I don't remember seeing when he passed or like wh- what happened with him. I can't remember when he passed. It didn't really show anything. Yeah, no, it, it like, never came up. He was up devastated the, by his father's death. I didn't see no, anything. Never. About that. Well, they were never that close. Like, but it was like the whole Kennedy curse, though. I was wondering yeah. if he died in some weird way. You looking I it don't up? No. Brad's finding yeah, it, or he's yeah. looking at something else. So, but the family is brutal. So all of the his father said that Bobby was the runt of the family, and basically wrote him off. Um, That's rough. A friend of his said a friend of like a close friend of the family was talking to uh joe the father joseph and your said, father writing you off is better than your father pulling you off though. that's true yeah. that's true or jerking you off that's he's pulling you off oh. he that's the british way this yeah. tells you the nature of the family his one of his friends says your son bobby is quote the most generous little boy and Joe Sr. says, yeah, I don't know where he got that <laughs> as an insult. Right. Like that is not going to serve him well. They say that he was invisible um, to his father. And um, his and it, it just talks about this. I even this, saw in the documentary that like uh, JFK didn't really get to know his no, brother. Because there was too big of an age gap. But when they would walk together, he would tell them about stories he read or something. So they right. shared some common interests. And they would read the same books. fiction. Right. They would read the same but stories. But otherwise, it was just like he was there because they had to walk together. So, But he did not make any effort to kind of socialize and with them. And every person in the family was told from a very young age, excel in academics and become a public servant to both serve your family and to get your brother elected as president. And they like, were that saying is what yeah, you have to your do. whole goal is for the one. Yeah. And when he was young, he just wasn't like really living up to that agenda. And it was like a it's like a fucking political shark tank. Like the whole family was just pitted against each other to win their father's approval and wealth and power. And all That's of them. Tough. Yeah. And and if you were like Bobby, you and ironically, like this is like, I mean, it's like fucking King Lear from William Shakespeare. It's like you fucking put all your hopes in your children to propel your power and your wealth and your legacy. And like the one that you weren't expecting to pull it off is really the most powerful, perhaps most influential of the, of the family. It's weird too. Like the, the opposites like basically being born so wealthy and so privileged, but at the same time, having, having it be a possibility to be in a situation where, like he's in a tough spot 
being the youngest brother that right. no one believes in, like you can still not have a great life and be at that that privileged position to be. And it gives you something different to strive for other than just politics for the sake of politics. But it's like, what do you have to whine about? You're fucking rich, but it's like, no, my fucking dad sucks. I'm in the shadow of my brothers. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird to think that you could be that privileged and wealthy, but still be everybody. I mean, everybody's most. Yes. Like rich fucking kids. Doesn't equal happy. Yeah. Yeah, It does not do well. Yeah. So, um, the war breaks out world war two and Joseph Kennedy Jr., the, the main child that everyone thought was going to do it, uh, dies in August of 1944. He's in a bomber. Like, the, when the Kennedys went to war, they went to fucking war. Yeah, they actually fought. Like, they actually fought. Like, JFK was a war hero for fucking his, his boat getting fucking, you know, crashed on an island. He went through all this crazy shit to save his crew. Like, his brother was on a bomber that exploded during a volunteer mission known as Operation Aphrodite. I don't know what the operation was, but this fact that it was a, a dangerous volunteer bomber mission says a lot about the crew. Right, like, we're not going to ask anyone to do this, but if anyone's willing to volunteer... And he does, yeah. you know. Um, so, man, I had to dig a little bit, like, I, fuck, just to find out how fucking... He, he was a bootlegger. Senior Joe died. died. He was a bootlegger. That was uh, how he started his he money, just, right? Prohibition bootlegger. And yeah, we learned that in the Prohibition yeah. episode. Yeah, he suffered a... A stroke in '61, and then okay. he died. I, say, I thought it was in the '60s. I heard it was a series of different yeah. strokes. '81. <laughs> been a talk while. about Brent. <laughs> been a while. Yeah. So he died in '61. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he made his money. No, at '69. Bo- '69 at age 81. Oh, really? So he he got to see the the children die. Yeah. 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 He didn't die first. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um. So um, every kid die. Yeah. Well, except for Ted. Yeah, he didn't see yeah. ten. No, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of those if you look up the curse, <laughs> motherfuckers. There's yeah. a list. Yeah, and it ain't like far between either. It's like fucking yeah. Next year, next yeah. year, next yeah. year, we next year, same year, same year. Yeah, we probably just focus could. on the events. There's a whole that. fucking lot of them. Um, even like JFK's son with the weird shit with his airplane and mm-hmm. like there's weirdness. There's just fucking weirdness. Yeah, motherfuckers tried to change their name later. But like it was like Kennedy something like they changed it. Nope. still got them. Yeah, like exactly. Dead. Yeah, final destination. Yeah, yep. a logging truck. So, um, Robert was like totally, or uh, Bobby was. It's said that Bobby was more affected by his father's reaction to Joseph dying than he was to Joseph dying. Because his father was like so forlorn and grief stricken and Bobby was like, if I died right now, he wouldn't give two fucking shits. Right. But it was like his entire political plan for the family. Um, And that's the thing, like Joseph's plan was for the family, the family legacy. You're going to become president for the family, right? Even like thinking after I'm dead, we're going to establish this thing in America that outlives us all. And you either need to fucking be on board with that or get the fuck out of here, you know? That's a um, narrative in a lot of movies. Like Stand by Me, I think that's what happens. The Gordy's older brother dies. He's a football star. Like it's always the thing when you're the second fucking son, right? That mm-hmm. like he's already fucking on it. Of course, he's ahead of you. He's a fucking football star right now. Right. Right. Like, if you got a cool older brother, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. So uh, he. So at that point, uh, Joseph uh, realizes that John now has to become president. He's the second son, so he's the guy. Um, and he starts to use all of his money and political power to do that. Um, the Robert goes to Milton Academy prep school and then enrolls to Harvard 
And when the war breaks out, he joins, I don't know what this is. He joins the V12 program, which is something at Harvard that you basically learn military tactics and, and various things. So once you join the army, you're going to join at a higher rank and have knowledge that a typical soldier won't have. Um, but he joins the Navy and in December of 1945, the U S Navy commissions a destroyer, which is called the USS Joseph P Kennedy jr. Wow. And when Bobby joins the Navy, he says, I want to serve on that ship. What a fucking baller. Cloud, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. This is, that's named after my my fucking, this is my dad's ship. Like, which again tells you the clout that his father had. Like they named a destroyer after him. He wasn't a president. He wasn't a politician. He was, I guess he was the ambassador, but, um, he was a politician, I guess of some sort. Was he? His description uh, was businessman and politician. Well, I guess if he was an ambassador, he was yeah. in politics. Um, but so yeah, he became a seaman <laughs> apprentice on uh, the <laughs> shakedown cruise for the Joseph uh, P. Kennedy. And then um, there wasn't really much about him in the war. He joined pretty late. So he starts serving on that ship in February of 1940. He started in December. <sighs> I don't know what year he started. He started in the war fairly late and then he got discharged in, he was in the Navy from 44 to 46. 40, so he was in for years. two years, Yeah, which isn't like, that's not nothing like during world war two. That's not, yeah, nothing. Fuck. Yeah. you make it two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You're fucking let him two yeah. Years. Fucking, yeah. Fuck, fuck world war. But there two. wasn't war, really much world war one. Yeah. There wasn't much about him. Like there's a whole lot about the other brothers in the war, but they just kind of, I don't know. Maybe he didn't do a lot of battles or they just kind of said he joined, he served on the ship named after his mm -hmm. father. And then he got an honorable discharge. Um, mm -hmm. But so he gets out and he goes back to Harvard graduates in two years because the time he spent in the V 12 program counted as his education. Um, and then he goes to uh, law school and he um, skinny. He was five foot ten, 155 pounds. They all were skinny as fuck. Yeah. So in uh, they didn't have fucking like McDonald's and Taco Bells yet. No, right? they didn't. Yeah. So his brother uh, starts to be uh, run for a seat in the U.S. representatives, and uh, he doesn't run the campaign. Bobby doesn't, but he's very, very active in the campaign and helps his brother get elected into the House of Representatives. Um, and that's before he even graduates from Harvard, because uh, that was in 1946. He started to run as a representative. And then 1948, he graduates with a degree in poli sci, which I think is pretty redundant. I think growing up as a Kennedy and then running your brother's campaign is pretty much better than anything you're going to learn about poli, poli sci yeah. out of fucking college. Um, but well, it's then book he, smarts versus street true, smarts. Yeah. It's like putting it in the practice. For sure. For sure. So he gets his law degree at the University of Virginia. When he's there, he marries his sister's roommate, Ethel Skakel. Skakel. Hmm. Um, and uh, he passes the bar exam. He and was the first of all the brothers to get married to, actually. Oh, was he? Yeah. Damn. Um, so at this point, John, JFK, was keeping his father sort of distant from him. And I didn't really read why or to what extent. But it basically said that... Um, a guy named Kenny O'Donnell contacted Bobby and said, you've got to intervene um, and get JFK closer to your father because there's some sort of a rift right now and, and you have to sort of bridge that rift. 
And um, I mean, it could have been resentment. He might have said been. some shit like it should have been you. Should have been your brother. Should have been, been you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot well, of no, this is probably be John having a rift with his father right. and then Bobby yeah. was supposed to repair it. Oh. Right. Still, it could have been that. Yeah, yeah, been, yeah. yeah, because the older it wasn't supposed, yeah, supposed, supposed to be either of brother. Them. Yeah, it wasn't it supposed to be either of brother. Them. Yeah, yeah. And you apparently, shits. Uh, some of the historians think that this was the first time that Bobby really made it on his father's radar because he realized that Bobby was willing to struggle and sacrifice himself for the family by intervening to get John. Because you have to at that point, it might have been like, "Don't step to dad right now, or he's going to cut you off." And Bobby did anyway on behalf of his brother or some shit. I didn't care. Right. I mean, a lot of those, I mean, you would think you'd want to make it yourself and not have it be, you you know, I don't, dad, shut the fuck up. Let me do it. I'm going to show you. But at a certain point in whatever he was doing, his dad was like, oh, damn, look at Bob, look at the big brain on Bobby. Like that motherfucker's like doing some shit. Look at old Bobbert over there. Yeah. Never even noticed him before. I love that If I have another son named Bobbert. Bobbert. I fucking dare you. I will. I'll pay you. I will pay you a hundred dollars to name your next kid. You pay me a hundred dollars and pay childcare for until you're old enough to go to school. That's too much. A hundred dollars. You were going to do it for free. No, no. You said you were. No. (laughs) No. I put my dick in there and I was like, bam. And I had a son named Bobbert. Bam. Bam. You guys are missing the boat on this one. That's the wrong bam. You guys went for us going with it. It was completely different. It was I don't know thing. where it started. Yeah. <laughs> it's the twins. Bam. I don't, like, bam. Yeah. It was yeah. fucking Matt Olson that became, yeah. he fused into the Olson twins, fused into Matt Olson somehow. Yeah. It was, I can't mm-hmm. get back. It was back. pre-bit. I can't say it like that for Matt Olson. Bam was on the horizon. You ever see the bear horizon? You ever see the bam? It's a spice movie. <laughs> we're almost going like extreme Tom Brokaw or something. Like, it's starting to like, <laughs> so we're getting that like weird. No, can anyone do that impression? I don't know that anyone's <laughs> ever been described as extreme Tom Brokaw before. You know what I'm talking about, though? It was right. Like, wow. He's got a sideways baseball hat yeah. and skateboard and flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> that's the weirdest image I've ever. Tom Brokaw. That's, that's extreme Tom that's like some Family Guy Simpsons thing. They're like, that'd be crazier than Extreme Tom Brokaw. Spicy bam. Bam. He switches over and he's just got to check out my hat and my skateboard. Bam. You to play some football? Mountain Dew. Bam. This week on. Bam. <laughs> I couldn't think of any real this news. This week on. Yeah, to, catch a, to catch a bam. That's his that's whole Chris, news. That's Chris Hansen. That's his whole oh. This week on. <laughs> his whole news broadcast yeah. Yeah. is, and in Europe today, bam. <laughs> yeah, it's very, that's like. Well, that's kind of, I mean, there could be a, there could have been a terrorist event. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. We're just yeah. funny enough to write one single little scene. Yeah. We're to write a 10 second scene that would have been funny on The Simpsons. Yeah. Those motherfuckers write whole shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All these years, that's no, what we, we came, up, we well, came we up with could, that. Yeah, we had other stuff. We, we should do it. We, we should do an animated a, series. I feel like we spread that out to a whole skit. That'd be ridiculous. I wish we had someone in the crew that did animation, like we in could. the fucking skull. Yeah. yeah. You do That'd animation, hit me up. I have so much extra time right now we for more projects. Yeah, yeah, we got we cartoons do, for days. So he ends up going on a seven-week trip to Asia with JFK and um, and with their sister Patricia, they go to Israel, India, Pakistan, Vietnam, and Japan in 1951. And apparently, this is the first time that he and JFK really spent any time together. 
and it was the first time they bonded and kind of got to really know each other. Mm. And I don't think without without this trip, I don't think he would have been as <laughs> instrumental in JFK's presidency. I don't think JFK wanted to wanted him around. Right. Um, but this, I think, really showed them their strengths to each other. Because um, they went camping together. They saw each other in the shower. Yeah, that happens. It's a bonding moment. Yeah. So right out of law school, <clears throat> he joins the U.S. Department's uh, Justice Criminal Division in 1951. Um, he he resigns to run uh, JFK's senate, senatorial campaign in 1952. He's like the campaign manager. February the head, the of 1952. Head weird. <laughs> That's February. weird. <laughs> um, in 1953, he became an advisor to the Senate Subcommittee on Investigations under Senator Joseph McCarthy, which again is its own show. So all the McCarthyism, the red scare, him trying to fucking label everyone as a communist, ruin their careers, all that mm. shit that Senator McCarthy was doing. Bobby Kennedy got hired onto that. But after about six months, he said that he, he was going to, he quit because of what he called McCarthy's unjust investigative tactics. Mm. He was like, you're kind of crazy and this is bullshit. Yeah. And he quit, but apparently he still remained friends with him. Um, which I guess is the nature of being a Kennedy. Like you're one of the most powerful senators in America. I'm quitting, but we're still cool. Let's go to dinner. Well, Dad you know? got him that job. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. probably part of the deal. Yeah. Right. Gotta be sure. No harm. Gotta no be foul. Friendly. I'm just yeah. gonna bow yeah. out. Now. I'm just bowing out. Before, yeah, I'm not. I'm not in line yeah. with your tactics. Yeah. In another you year know. or so, your reputation is gonna be ruined. But yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? Um, and then he just like he jumps through a bunch of different Senate subcommittees as an investigator, as a lawyer. So all this kind of behind the scenes political stuff, he's just in it. Even though he's not a senator, he's not a representative. He's just constantly on Capitol Hill. You're learning constantly. though. Yeah, fuck you probably yeah, learn more like that. Right, right. Fucking ear to the ground. Yep. You got all the people that yeah. work there talking yeah. to you. I mean, you're and just you're fucking in those in committee it. meetings yeah. and like he's you're just learning. The, again, it's just a fucking political shark tank. Like he's yeah. just... He's he's learning more and, he's, and more and he's more. street smart enough yep. to to pick all this shit up, you yep. know. Um JFK sells his house called Hickory Hill that in nineteen fifty six. That could be a horror movie. Like and he Hickory sells it Hill. to his brother. And this tells you the level of money that they have. Hickory Hill is a thirteen bedroom, thirteen bath home on six acres in Virginia. That's I mean, unless you're locking fuck. women up in all those rooms, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I have no idea. Like, what, like what, what do you well, need I mean, 13 rooms considering for? Considering, I think he had I have 11 for kids each of the new month shit? of the new calendar. You remember how many kids there. Bobby had? Bobby had? Yeah. Five? It was more than that. I don't have it in my notes. I'll look it up. I, for some reason, I want to say it was like 11 or 9 or some fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. shit. So I guess he needed a 13-bedroom house. Fuck, maybe. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um... He's like, I keep doing this because I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not because it's easy. Yeah. She always has a headache. <laughs> In the position she asks. Oh. Um, How many kids? Kennedy uh, works on uh, Adelaide Stevenson's presidential campaign in 1956. And he gets really high up in the campaign. And even though this guy doesn't become president, he learns, oh, that's how you do a presidential campaign. Yeah. Um, the and do's and the don'ts. Exactly. Yeah. So 1957 to 1959. 11 children. 11 yeah. children. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. So he did need them. Yeah, he did bedroom. need the 13 Fuck. bedrooms. 1957 
1957 to 59, um, he's on a thing called the McClellan Committee. He He's the chief counsel for Senate McClellan. The McClellan clan. The, the McCle clan McClellan. <laughs> um, and it was a committee. Like a car. It was the first time in the United States that they put together a committee that seriously investigated the connections between Communists. Uh, unions and organized crime. Oh. And in the three years that it ran, and he was there for all three of those years, it conducted 253 different investigations into the mob, um, served 8,000 subpoenas, 270 days of legal hearings, testimony from 1,526 witnesses, and compiled 150,000 pages of testimony on the mob. They went to work. So early on... Bobby on is like, we're hitting the fucking mob. So again, all the, like, I didn't know the depth to which they were fucking with the mob when I read all the theories of the mob killing JFK, but it's like, this is where it's beginning. Yeah. You know, I think subpoena could be an Italian sandwich. Doesn't it sound like it's oh, a delicious it's like, subpoena. Yeah. With some, with some extra mozzarella on yeah. it. Yeah. Some ham and ham and Swiss subpoena. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it feels like it. Um, so, and he was pretty high up in the group and, and he ran that in 1960, he published a book called the enemy within, which described all the corrupt practices between the teamsters and the mob, which is even more ballsy. Like not only am I coming after you legally, I just published a book with all your fucking dirty secrets. I mean, that's in. the way to do it though. Don't Fuck. try to, don't try to tell somebody cause you don't know who's on your team. You publish that fucking book. It's yeah. done. Yep. It's like everybody there has it, it now. Yep. Done. Yep. Try to fucking take all these books back. Crazy dude. So that same year, uh, Kennedy runs for president and he runs the campaign. Um, and uh, apparently at the beginning, uh, John wasn't too thrilled with him being the campaign manager, but he won him over in no time because he was like, wow, this motherfucker is really making some shit happen. He's giving speeches. He gets um, like his their biggest competition was uh, Hubert Humphrey. And he gets Franklin Roosevelt to publicly call him a draft dodger from World War II. Oh, wow. Like Bobby specifically negotiated Damn. that to happen, which just ruined. Like when you get FDR to fucking talk shit about you publicly, that that's You're kind fucked. of fucking your political. And that was pure Bobby. Um, which again, I think at this point, dad, daddy, Joseph is like, God damn, you're going to get it, Bobby. Look at Bobby can think go. <laughs> fucking, uh, what's his name? Adam Sandler on fucking golf movie with the fuck happy gilmore he's like you're gonna get it bobby when he's fucking fighting what's his name bob from barker price? bob barker oh, right. his name. Right. price is right bitch so lyndon johnson at that point becomes his biggest competition for for that for the democratic nomination and uh bobby and lyndon johnson go to fucking battle politically and actually come to genuinely fucking hate each other yeah um, and then but, they choose him for vice president or something. Well, right? politically, yeah. yeah, JFK is like, he has to be my vice president. Like, he's got too much support, like all this stuff. And Bobby's all pissed because fuck that guy. And even Lyndon Johnson's kind of because pissed because he, he's uh, like, fuck that guy. Lyndon Johnson, uh, like, spilled the fucking beans that uh, JFK was super sick, actually. He had some Addison's disease. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. that is. I was going to look it up. He had an advanced case of Addison's disease, <laughs> but Bobby gets a fucking doctor to come examine him and do and put it out on record that he doesn't have fucking Addison's Even though it's disease. a lie. Even though it's a does. lie. Yeah. It's like the one time that Bobby fucking tells a lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it but it made uh, Lyndon Johnson back <clears throat> down. Right. Bow out. Right. Um, 
So JFK becomes president and daddy says, hey, guess what, John? Bobby's going to be your attorney general. And that wasn't his choice. And he didn't want him to be attorney general. But dad Nor was, was he qualified for it. Yeah, it he's was not like, qualified either. There was like, what yeah. was it? It was a $400 million annual budget and 30,000 employees he was in charge of yeah. as an attorney general. And, and he had, had no experience practicing youngest attorney general ever. And, and it JF was like, clearly like my brother gave me this job. Right. And JFK and was like, it, that's nepotism. Like it's going to look bad on me, but guess what? That's the power that fucking Joseph still has. He's like, well, that's good. Mr. President, give it to your fucking brother. Like, what did I say? I'm not saying it twice, right. you know? So he gives it to his brother, but yeah, his brother fucking excels at it and becomes his closest, most trusted advisor through his years as president. Um, at one point when he was talking about his brother, JFK said, if I want something done and done immediately, I rely on the attorney general. He's very much the doer in this administration and has an organizational gift. I have rarely, if ever seen surpassed. Ugh. So it's an endocrine disorder of the adrenal glands. It's a bunch of shit. Yeah. It causes it's bleeding, bleeding from the adrenal glands. And it also Damn. causes kidney, um, uh, See, failure. fucking curse. He was doomed even if exactly, they did shoot him. Yeah, it causes yeah. chronic kidney disease. It might have put him out of his Darkening injury. of the skin. Yeah. He was turning black. Oh, oh that's why they did it. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. well. That's Couldn't why Bobby. That's why Bobby Kennedy did so much for civil rights because his brother was turning black. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think I'm turning Japanese. It's like mm -hmm. my brother's not sitting turning on the back of the bus. Yeah. Um, Low blood pressure, vomiting, mm -hmm. lowered back pain, loss of consciousness, mood changes. Damn. Yeah. If that's the list on any vitamin. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Every drug ever. Not, yeah. not vitamin, yeah, drugs. Yeah. yeah. So um whole lot of shit with Cuba. So Kennedy, uh Bobby Kennedy, um was there for the Bay of Pigs invasion. We've talked about a lot of these different Cuba things on various episodes. If you want to go back and check them out. Um Bobby was like over he uh JFK had Bobby oversee the Bay of Pigs invasion to try to overturn Cuba's government. Um, when the Cuban Missile Crisis happened and Russia put uh, nukes on Cuban soil, everybody had completely different angles on how to solve it, most of which would have led to fucking nuclear war. And Bobby was the one that was like, we got to do it this way, man. We got to put an embargo. Heard, I heard the uh, embargo blockade was actually JFK. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, and that that Bobby supported him. Like that, he was a little more aggressive for the first six days of whatever the mm. ordeal was, and that JFK said embargo, and he went with it. Okay, it's like a common misconception. But I did see that Bobby. But who knows what conversation fucking happened? True. We don't know. Uh, one thing that I did see was that Bobby was directly responsible for like backdoor clandestine communication between Khrushchev, who was in charge of the USSR. Um, and the United States government. So Bobby Kennedy was talking to like his equivalent in the Soviet Union, like under the radar yeah. and like, we can't fucking do this, man. You Did guys, you, you got to talk to fucking Khrushchev. I'll talk to my brother. We got to fucking simmer down. You see Elon Musk <clears throat> was trying to talk to Putin on Clubhouse or whatever. Like that no. Clubhouse is an invite only social media, like chat platform thing. And Elon Musk sent a, an invite to uh, Vladimir Putin and said it would be an honor to talk to you. Yeah, why not? I don't yeah. know. That's just a weird conversation. I mean, like, what's going to come Vladimir out? Putin's a fucking smart dude. He's yeah. the fucking I mean, richest man on earth by most accounts. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, yeah. There, there's a lot of knowledge you can gain <clears throat> from that yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but, and even, so, the other thing that I know for sure, not only was he the one to really kind of get the, the Khrushchev government to try to back down, uh, Bobby Kennedy was also the one that tipped off the X-Men 
to fly down to Cuba and help stop the Cuban Missile Crisis. Hmm. So the X-Men wouldn't have gotten involved if it wasn't for Bobby. Right. Um, the, uh, but yeah, he was also involved in some of the, uh, allegedly he was involved, according to a document that they call the family jewels that got released by the CIA in 2007. Um, they said that he was involved in, um, at least one assassination plot for Castro. Bobby Kennedy was, um, they said that he was, uh, it was one of those crazy clamshell <clears throat> fucking remember all that. Weird yeah. Yeah. Shit yeah. 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 <clears throat> they said that he was stupid shit, exploding <clears throat> cigars. Yeah. And yeah, shit. yeah. Yeah. Shoot this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You get close enough to hand him a fucking clamshell right, here yeah, right. for an exploding cigar. Shoot him in the fucking head. And the document was unclear. And a lot of people argue that he wasn't in, that he wasn't calling the shots on some of these things, but they do say that the evidence indicates that he was informed of the CIA trying to use uh, mafia bosses to um, kill Castro, which makes perfect sense to me because he was up the mafia's ass. So if the mafia was being used by the CIA to kill uh, Castro, of course he would have known about it because he knew about yeah. everything that was happening with the mafia, exactly. especially like, when he was going to use general. a poison sewing thimble. It's like some obscure <laughs> yeah. shit. It's like, they no, all it's the mob. Like They'll just they fucking all, shoot him. Yeah. All the Kennedys talk like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fine, yeah. we'll use knitting needles. <laughs> just shoot him. <laughs> no, shoot him. Yeah. What about an exploding whoopee cushion? It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't kill him with a whoopee cushion because yeah. it's easy. I do it because it's funny. Yes. It makes me hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so They need to do a Viagra commercial to a Kennedy speech. <laughs> yeah, oh they my do. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, he also set policy of uh, the FBI. He convinced Herbert Hoover to quit going after commies. <laughs> Hoover, damn. <laughs> to quit going after commies and start going after the mob. Peterson butthead, bro. Do America. Huh? It was Hoover, damn. It's the old lady on the bus. I don't remember that. Oh, you thought you called yourself a Beavis and Butthead fan. He know. didn't. He yeah. didn't. Yeah, I heard him say it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I am. Yeah. You are? Yeah. Are you, though? That's the question. Oh, are you? Right. Now, now I have doubts. Yeah, I watched the show endlessly. I saw the movie like twice. I yeah. don't have yeah. a. That's the only part I remember the movie. You could yeah. you could destroy me on any other quote. I just I, I just no remember idea. I'm in the desert. I tripped did too. Out on yeah, drugs. tripped out on yeah. drugs, and then David Letterman played their yeah. father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he convinced uh, the FBI director who had a hard on for commies to switch that hard on to the mob, which again was like the mob is like what the fuck is wrong with this kid jesus christ he won't fucking stop yeah, coming us after us fuck and this is when he gets in a war basically with uh jimmy hoffa um he ends up getting hoffa sent to jail for a couple of years and hoffa maybe that's why we can't like find hoffa having a full-on fucking feud with him and threatening him with bodily harm and hulk like they like legit had a fucking feud when um, did hoffa die finally when I he don't disappears think he did forever. die. Yeah, he disappeared. He disappeared. I don't True, remember. Technically. But he spent, I don't remember when that happened, but it was after he spent a couple of years in jail because Bobby came after him. Um, the other thing that was big 1975. on his... 1975. Oh, yeah. Quite a ways after. Um, oh, weird. He's born in February. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy was... Uh, Bobby Kennedy was huge on civil rights. Uh, one quote that he gave... He was born yesterday. That is kind of weird. That is a little bit yeah. weird. Each time a man stands up for an ideal or acts to improve the lot of others, 
or strikes out against injustice, he sends forth a tiny ripple of hope and crossing each other from a million different centers of energy and daring. Those ripples build a current that can sweep down the mightiest walls of oppression and resistance. That's his quote. That's his quote. No one talks like that anymore. No, dude. Even smooth talking Obama didn't <laughs> say some no. shit like that. No. No, well, that's like yeah. poetic. Someone wrote that dude. for me. I heard Biden though. say that. I'm sure he had a, yeah, he did that's not. True. Dude, the Biden quotes, real Biden quotes are fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm not trying to take a side, but those quotes are, I mean, I'm sure it's funny, Trump quotes, but yeah. it, it sounds oh, no, like, sure is, yeah. it sounds like predictive text. It sounds like oh, no. you said, like, what about the time that Trump and just start pressing the center yeah. button on your predictive text? It doesn't yeah. make any oh, sense at all. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, no, he certainly. I mean, he probably had a speechwriter and was a speechwriter, so the speeches yeah, were I fucking on. Same thing with Kennedy. You listen to to John F. Kennedy's speeches, and they're fucking poetic. Yeah. You listen to Martin Luther King's speeches. It was like it was an era was of time. politicians and charisma and yeah. oration, and they knew what they were fucking doing. Those speeches um, were important. Yeah. You know what I mean? At that time, yep. like they're there to get people yeah. motivated. There's some smooth up, fucking you know? cats chilling right now that are like for I sure president. Bitch. For sure. Like, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Talk yeah. Like I could that. talk yeah. better than that. Yeah. Um, so he became pretty close with MLK and when Herbert Hoover said that he was going to bust MLK's organization because there were a bunch of communists, because it was pretty common that a lot of the, the black leaders in civil rights were socialists and communists and he was going to bust MLK's organization just to like by pretense of getting the commies out mm -hmm. and Bobby Kennedy called MLK and was like, you got to fucking get rid of this clean house, bro. Like yeah. you got to fucking fire the get, distance. Get some distance. He's going to bring your whole fucking shit down. So MLK gets rid of all but one of them. Right. And it pretty much takes the teeth away from the FBI. So the, so MLK can keep doing what he's doing. Um, even, uh, to the point that he, um, it became one of the most important things to him. He would get like phone calls late at night from Coretta Scott King whenever MLK got arrested and she would just directly call Bobby Kennedy and then Bobby Kennedy would like try to help get him out of jail. Um, so he was like right up on uh, the civil rights movement in a big way. Um, Which I mean, <laughs> MLK was killed. He was killed. Yeah. Like there's so many, yeah. like there, there's so many things that this guy could have been killed for fucking with the mob. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, fucking with pretty much everybody. I mean, he's fucking with everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. and, and he's on, he's on, he's on some like fucking, you know, well, on the fence type it was shit. A, it right was a where, time of political assassination, apparently, yeah, whether yeah. that be the CIA or the mob or whoever well, was doing it, it was still fucking like. You know, the iron was hot on the fucking fire of it's, like, we can do this and get away with it. We can cover it up. We can hide it. The only time president, and I've, and I've said this before, has been killed. It's when our own government killed them. You know what I mean? Like, it's the only way you can get away with it. Like, there's no other way. It just doesn't happen. I don't know. It seems like the Secret Service is gangster, but man, if you're in a fucking car in the middle of like just crowds, like they would, they, they can't shuffle all those motherfuckers through a metal detector. There could be like <sighs> Teflon fucking guns and ice bullets. Who knows what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like our bomb, a dirty bomb, some weird I'm shit. Just, I'm just saying, prior. you think somebody didn't want to kill George Bush. You know what I mean? Somebody right. didn't want to kill Obama. And motherfuckers wanted to kill Obama. Yeah. Motherfuckers wanted to kill Trump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's, it's, they're, they're out there and it just yeah. doesn't happen. Motherfuckers wanted to kill Reagan. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Reagan, almost, close, but they didn't get him close, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was the yeah. government, he'd be dead. Yeah. I and it would look think. like, yeah. And it would look like somebody fucking shot him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, fucking old Joe Blow over here didn't like him. So even at one point, um, after 
in the first Baptist church in Montgomery, uh, which got uh, burned uh, to the ground, um, Martin Luther King and a bunch of sympathizers Mm. were uh, in attendance. And as attorney general, he got information that uh, basically a, a white mob was coming to burn down the building that MLK was in. Um, and like, like nail to, up the door to, and burn yeah, down. to fucking kill him. And he had, and everybody was going to just flee. And Bobby Kennedy called the church and talked to Martin Luther King and said, do not fucking leave the building. Like I have national guard coming. Cops are coming. Like if you leave the building right now, they're going to hunt you down and kill you. If you hold up, they're not going to do anything yet, and our people will be there to save Oof, you. That's a gamble, like, though. It he is a gamble. Stay in there and get burned. It is a fucking. He could have made the, the call that made him stay yeah. in there and get burned right, like, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But again, like when when people talk about his connection to civil rights, it's like, damn, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, and there were people <laughs> extremely opposed for sure to that side. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So there's um, a- another thing that happened. I guess it's out of order. So JFK gets assassinated. Nineteen sixty three. Go back You're to our other episode. You're out of order. You're out of order. This whole cuts are over. Um, <laughs> I got you get triggered. I just like I just, you got to get through it. Like oh, I'm sailing away on the ocean shore. Just gotta get the, the song. Um, so uh, again, a kind of a dick move, I guess, because Herbert Hoover wasn't the biggest fan yeah, of Hoover. Damn, um, <laughs> wasn't the biggest fan of Bobby Kennedy. Um, and You're gonna get it, Bobby. I got after, after you're gonna get it, Bobby. <laughs> after his brother was killed, like as soon as his brother was killed, Herbert Hoover called Bobby <laughs> to basically say, "Hey, your brother just got killed." Yeah, and fucking hung up on him. Oh, <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> yeah, that's he said a he enjoyed dick it. move. Yeah. Um. So he uh, ends up joining the Senate. Uh, after his brother is killed, and um, well, think of the extreme loss of power at that point. He was co-president, basically. Right. Whether no matter what, you yeah, want yeah, to yeah, say. for sure, for and sure. And he was so influential and so powerful, yep. and he immediately lost that. Right. So he joins the Senate, and again, another big, huge thing that he did was like in our neck of the woods, which was he went to Delano, California. Um, Dude, the Dolores uh, Dolores Huerta Foundation thing. I had no idea yeah. how involved. Yep. That is fucking crazy. That Delano thing. Well, I mean, here's the video. Thing. Like, if we fix go, their computers, like Delano <laughs> is a is a small town, forty minutes away uh, from where we are in Bakersfield. Um, predominantly Hispanic, and by predominantly, I just mean it's all. Hispanic. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> like, no. You know, no. There's a lot of Filipinos. That's there true. Too. There's a lot of Filipinos there. Yeah. They're couple, all fucked up, man. Their people. firebox doesn't yeah. work, and they're all <laughs> fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> your firebox is all fucked up. Mm. Mm. But um, huge, huge community there. That was where Cesar yeah. Chavez was mm-hmm. doing like the the like it's 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 uh, migrant farm workers. Like right. that's the prime population of Delano. Um, and Dolores Huerta, Cesar Chavez, the National Farm Workers Association, they're all there, and. Um, they've uh they can't get any media attention no one gives a fuck about what they're trying to do to change things in the state of california and bobby kennedy goes once with them to march and all of a sudden all news cameras are on them um and he sort of becomes a friend of the cause and befriends them and works with them trying to to help like you know migrant which again in fucking 1960 whatever nobody gave a shit about that no that was bobby kennedy progressive and bobby kennedy did yeah. yeah Um, He needs votes too, you know. True. Um, 
Yeah, there's probably some strategy. Oh, there's definitely strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Not that he didn't care. I mean, he was helping right. MLK. I'm right. not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying Here it is a strategy. Good pupuses over there, though. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And it's even to the they're point. They're like, Pitbull's coming for dinner. And they're yeah. like, for a concert? No, for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> His impact on that movement was so big that right now in Delano, um, there are two high schools. There is Delano High School and there is Bobby F. Kennedy High School. I didn't realize that. Not fucking Cesar Chavez High School. Yeah. Not Dolores Huerta High School. Like a whole committee met and convened and thought about it and they gave it to Kennedy in like a hardcore Mexican. Yeah, we've worked town. on their computers several times actually. It's it's kind of crazy. Like I don't know who I met. I think I've met some people. Like she's passed away now, right? No, she's still she's alive. Still around? Then yeah. I might have met her then. She's still alive. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've come into the shop. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um so a thousand, bro. then he decides uh, like it's, it's time for the new presidential election. And it, he basically decides that he's not going to run because um, he thinks that he has uh, a target on his head. Well, no, because he thinks that Lyndon Johnson's going to win. He's uh, the current president. The sitting president is more than likely going to win. He's not going to get the, the party's nomination over mm, the president. The yeah. president's going to get it. Oh, same party. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to do it. Like all he wasn't saying I'm never going to run for president. He was just saying maybe in four years, this is not the time because I'm not going to win against Johnson. And he goes back one of his trips to Delano and he's meeting with Cesar Chavez, who's on a 25 day hunger strike. And apparently Cesar Chavez was like, no, fool, you got to run. Like, yeah. Cesar Chavez convinces that him. Is that how he sounded? To, yeah, yeah, it was. was uh, convinces him to run for president, <laughs> and he does. And uh, he runs on a platform of racial and economic justice, non-aggression in foreign policy, decentralization of power, and social change. All things that the mainstream government Hell loves. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> like this motherfucker oh, right here. Somebody <laughs> yeah. shoot this asshole. He's against the war in Vietnam yeah. very vocally and actively. Like he's against like everything that the fucking <laughs> That's government. That's bold and brave, Fuck, especially dude. considering that he probably has way more insight as to what happened with JFK. Right? Absolutely. Like he absolutely is like, he knows who did it. Absolutely. And dude. he's like, he I'm going to go in the face of all yeah, of this. And, and do it myself. And like, I'm next. Right. And fucking was though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he, uh, even at one point he gave a speech to the Indiana university medical school. So everybody's about to become a rich doctor. Um, and he's giving like the graduation speech and he says, where are we? And he gives this crazy agenda of through what Indiana with Jones stickers and put them yeah. everywhere. Well, he goes what? through, yeah, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Indiana yeah. with Jones. Yeah, yeah it's with Jones at the bottom of all the Indiana signs. Uh -huh. But he talks about all the things he's going to do for <laughs> poor people, all the things he's going to do for Mexican migrants, all the things he's going to do for poor blacks in the South. And um, it, during his speech, he says, where are we going to get the money to pay for all these new programs? Um, from you, he says to mm -hmm. the graduating medical class of people who are about to be rich. Mm -hmm. So he's not even bullshitting. Like we're going to fucking tax all of you motherfuckers, myself included to pay yeah. for all this stuff, being which again, honest. not very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's being honest though. And J Edgar Hoover's deputy, uh, one of his uh, top deputies named Clyde Tolson uh, was heard uh, saying, I hope that someone shoots and kills that son of a bitch Oof. about Bobby Kennedy not long before mm. um, somebody shoots killed. and kills him. So um, he probably wasn't alone in that. Fucking, oh, fuck. Yeah. No, he wasn't. So he ends up running um, for the election primaries 
uh, it turns out that Johnson wasn't even really in the running or he dropped out or I'm not really sure, but it ends up being a guy named Eugene McCarthy and Bobby Kennedy. And they're running in the primaries, trying to win different States. And he wins Texas and California. On, wasn't it like it wasn't no Nixon came later, huh? Yeah, he came. Yeah. Later. I was trying to think someone dropped out of the running. It must have been him. Johnson. It was, it was yeah, the, it's sitting, Johnson. the sitting president. John, dropped Johnson, out. Okay. Yeah, Johnson yeah. drops out. So it's him and McCarthy, and everybody thinks it's going to go to McCarthy. But then on June 4th, he won California and Texas, which really made it look like he's probably going to become he's the next momentum. nomination yeah, for president. You know, Has that Democratic happened before president? where the, pres- the sitting president steps down and ends up being the vice president to the new elect like that? That's what happened, right? No. No. Who was his vice president then? Oh, no, he didn't win. He didn't that win. That was Jeff JFK. JFK. He was yeah, that started JFK's mixing up because of JFK. Right, That's right. right. Yeah, he was dead. He, of course, he didn't win. So he wins the primary on the 4th, and then on June 5th, he goes to the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles to give his victory speech. And when he's leaving, his top bodyguard, who was a former FBI agent, says, don't go through the kitchen. It's a fucking bottleneck. It's a security nightmare. Like, let's go through this exit. And Kennedy's like, no, I go through the kitchen because it's hard. (laughs) They said that the kitchen was actually not the original route, Mm. at least on what I was watching. There's this whole, uh, there's that, I think it's the Al Jazeera one. So I feel a little more confident about it that maybe there's some Mm. truth to it. Um, But they said that that was a last minute um, route change that they weren't originally. So it was like, the big question is who knew that they were going to do that? Or was it just a a last minute route change? Right. But Sarah Sarah was fucking chilling in there. Like Sriracha Sriracha. So he goes through and he's shaking hands with a bus boy named Juan Romero and Sirhan Sirhan, a 24-year-old Palestinian, opens fire with a 22. Um, Kennedy's hit three times. Five other people are hit and wounded. Um, and he ends up uh, falling to the ground. Um, a couple of people tackle Sirhan Sirhan to the ground and detain him. And then uh, Romero uh, runs over and uh, scoops up Kennedy on the ground, like puts his head in his lap, gives him a rosary. Um, and Kennedy says, is everybody okay? Romero says, yes, everybody's okay. So weird that he's the guy next to him, though. He's just like a fucking prep cook. Yeah. Like he's a busboy prep cook or some shit right. in the kitchen. Yeah, but I mean, interviews but, with him. But I mean. But they, that, they're letting him hold the president's head up off the ground. Well, they're like, probably trying to contain well, the president. fucking shooter right. and, yeah. and this guy. And, and they know he's not going to hurt him. Like he's, right. he's there right. helping no, You him. don't have any idea who had the gun. No, that's that point true. Yet. That's like, true. You really don't know what's going on. Yeah. So he turns away from Ramiro and says, everything's going to be okay. And then when they show up with a stretcher to move him, he says, don't lift me, which were his last spoken words. Yeah. Um, And they end up moving him uh, to the hospital and he dies the next day. He falls into a coma and then he dies the next day at 42 years old, which kind of blew my mind that he had that much power and that much political clout. And he was only 42. 42. But then again, his yeah. brother was super young when he got elected as president anyway. So. I thought you had to be like 50 to run for president. No. 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 You can How be any it? age, really. I don't Not I don't any know age. There is, is a minimum age. age. I don't know. I, I thought it was 50, but. No. So they have a no, funeral. A young, who was the youngest president? Uh, um, Barack. There's somebody maybe. in their 40s. It was either JFK or, or Oh, JFK was or the youngest, Obama, I think. He was only what? Two. JFK was young. I want to say he was 36, but I might be wrong. On that, if I am right on that, I'm impressing myself because I didn't research that at all. For Minimum this. age, um, thirty-five. Thirty-five. <clears throat> so the next morning, the mourners. So they flew him to to New York, 
and the line of mourners trying to to uh, mourn over his casket was 25 blocks long in New York City. Dude, I actually fucking teared up watching the documentary. Fuck. Like there was four part series and that last part was when they showed the train like they transport his body or whatever and they're going past all these fucking like train stations and the outpour the public fucking response to everyone standing outside just white black asian fucking didn't just everyone like so, hands over their hearts fucking little kids saluting yeah, yeah. the signs like people in fucking <clears throat> tears and it just made me think about like we no one like no we, we've lost that we've lost that dude. no there's no form of patriotism no. and unity no. And that 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 version of America is just fucking sadly gone. Yeah. Like that's just not a thing. There is right. no patriotism. No. Everyone is divided. There would have been riots and people yelling at each yeah, other. Exactly. There would have been like yeah. Westboro yeah. Baptist yep. Church. Yeah. Like fucking exactly. Yay, yeah. we're glad yeah. he's job. dead. Yeah. That faggot yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, dude. Yeah. And it just made me fucking it made me sad in a way that I wasn't sad for him so much as I was fucking like I'm not a political guy, but I was sad that for the, America. That the, the, yeah. the, the yeah. that version You're of America, America was fucking gone. And I was like, God I don't I don't think that it's gone. I think that it's mad. Asked. You know what I mean? I think I, I think know. with the media. Remission. Well, I think that the media. I think that you know everything that's going on today. The last time we saw something like that was it. was nine eleven, where people yeah came and, together and, like that, and everyone had American flags, and everyone was like, "Fuck yeah. this!" But it was false. Well, and that's what I'm that's saying. The problem, well, you know it was I mean? false, and and even even this sense of if this sense of separation is false because if if I go, I mean, I. I could, I mean, obviously me and Dave have, I mean, we've talked about this before. We have completely, all, all three of us have completely different aspects of, of what we want. Right. But we can sit down and talk together. For sure. We could sit down and have a conversation. For sure. And I think that most of America is that way. No, I you agree. Set down, but what's portrayed <clears throat> is making us think that it's not. And as we talked it's, about it's a couple a of episodes sense. ago, I mean, all of the fucking social media platforms are designed yes to divide. Creating it like they're creating, they're creating a bigger sense fake. of division. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. you make it, and and that's what I that's what I talked about. Like, I feel like <clears throat> if you keep saying that uh, older white males are racist. At, at some point, I'm just going, like, oh, okay, well, fuck, I guess I'm racist. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. you just start embracing the what people are calling right. you. Right. And, and I don't think that it's necessarily that way. I think we're, it's being portrayed that way. Because the, the, when you sit down with a real human being, unless it's an extreme person some to one side wacko. or the other, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to come to a common ground and realize that yeah. you have a lot of similarities and you just yeah. have some slightly and I might not, Yeah, and whatever. I might not completely agree, right. but we can talk about it. I mean, you right. can have a conversation. There's dialogue, you know, and, and I'm, I'm... But again, and here's, here's, I mean, here's what we've ultimately lost, I think, which is the fucking truth. Because yeah, well, it used to be sure, that yeah. there was real journalism, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when something yeah. was reported by the news, it was a you reporter with integrity who did yeah. research and was vetted, and his reputation was at stake. And they wanted they wanted to report the truth. I mean, it used to be yeah. the case that the big three there were only three in America: NBC, uh, ABC, and CBS. Yeah, those television networks lost money. Their news departments were designed to lose money. They didn't care how much money they had to spend to get the story. They just, the, the networks the, the knew draw, yeah. our job is to report the truth. Yeah. And then we'll fucking sell syrup and fucking, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Chesterfields yeah. and whatever later on. But our news show has to be truthful and important 
and inform the nation. It matters. Yeah, because yeah, it, it fucking matters. And it now matters. that truth is gone. The news has been fractured into every flavor you can imagine. Whatever your political yeah. stance is, that's the They're only thing. They're giving news it to you because that's what they want. And there's it's no money. more truth there. And I think if there was that truth there, yeah. there would be a sense of mourning for the loss of a president. Yeah, dude, I was choked so up. I was like be, looking left yeah. and right in my house, like, everybody asleep? So yeah. see me crying yeah. in this fucking chair right, now? Right. Yeah. No, and, and like I said, I, I think that that's still there. I think that, I mean, if, if, no, if I think that's I, a good way to if, put it. If, if it's masked. I, I, yeah. if I feel that way of right. all fucking people, yeah. 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 Then, the, you know what I mean? Right. Like that, right. the, I'm, I'm a sensible right. human being. You know what I right. mean? And I think if I feel that way, I'm ve- I feel very passionately about certain things, but I'm also understanding. You know what I mean? And I think right. a lot of people are that way. Um, we've just lost that communication and that touch, you know, it can get worse though. If it it stays like this for too much longer, it's, it's going to be bad. We will lose it, but I think it's still there. Um, I think it's going to take a long time to To get rid of it, but it it will take effort and work to get back. But people have to start opening their eyes and realizing what's going on, you know, and being accepting, you know, we, in order to have freedom of speech, I have to let you say what you want to say exactly to be able to say what I want to say. Right. You know, and we can't get mad about it. We can't get butthurt about it. You know, we got to just talk. And that's not the atmosphere. That's that not the in. atmosphere that, yeah. that's being created. And I think we got to get back to that. Yep. So Sirhan Sirhan, I didn't see a whole lot about him. He was from an Arab Christian family in Palestine. And apparently he shot him because he was afraid of what he was going to do if he became president. Something and to do that alleged, happened in Israel prior. Something, something in Israel too, yeah. prior. But then they he thought that if he became president, he was going to bomb people. And there were apparently the there were rambling notebooks in his house and yeah. diaries that were all focused on how much he hated Sounds like a CIA. Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. Well, people think that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then also at one point years later when he was in jail, someone was interviewing him <clears throat> and he said, yeah, I wouldn't have shot him at all if I wasn't drunk. <laughs> so his whole story is weird. Like yeah. he, he literally says that he does not recall the events that yep. are the important yeah. part, which yeah. seems very Manchurian candidate. For sure. It is yeah. very, very his weird. Brainwashed and there fucking... was like, they had like uh, a Harvard doctor that was like an expert in like hypnotherapy and all this crazy stuff in psychology, examine him and spend 70 hours with him. And he determined that he was programmed. He right. literally yeah. said he was right. programmed. And yeah. when you see him, he's like, yeah, all I know is I was drunk. I was looking for coffee and I remember I found coffee in there. He went and found coffee. He got his coffee. And the next thing he remembers is people trying to choke him and he's on the ground Damn. and people are attacking him. That's right. what he remembers. He doesn't remember the gun stuff. He doesn't remember any of that. Yeah. Cause the shit. therapy, they would have got out the suppressed memories right. or anything right. he had. That's crazy. So, so, so some of the conspiracies, crazy. there's multiple conspiracies. One of which is it was the CIA and um, it goes into well, who else does programming like exactly. that? Exactly. Well, know? not even the programming though. They thought that CIA people did it, and in oh, November just, in, he was there getting coffee. Yeah, like in 2006, uh, a BBC show called Newsnight um, did a show that said the CIA was present the night of the assassination, and they claimed that they found six different CIA senior CIA officers. Mm. who worked for a program called JM Wave, which was a CIA thing um, that was an anti-Castro thing based out of Miami, and that for some reason all six of them were seen in footage in the Ambassador Hotel the night that he was that killed. That shit's creepy. 
The CIA is fucking scary. Think CIA about the fair scary. when they make you fucking dance with your pants off as a fucking hypnotist. They can make you do crazy right, fucking yeah. shit. Right. But what I think is like it was they, they someone was there to make sure the job got done. Maybe. And there was a second shooter and the, he was there to be the patsy for sure. It's like right. Lee Harvey kind of thing. There was another shooter probably because there's too many. Fucking yeah, we get bullets. into that. So yeah. first off, they say that there were six CIA agents yeah. there. Some people pushed back and said one of the CIA agents that you're that you're claiming this person is in this footage is died <laughs> six years before. Okay, or so there's five. So or yeah, that, two he? answers. One answer is okay. So there were five, and the other answer is did he really? Yeah, right. did he, he really still die? A CIA Come on, motherfuckers. Agent, you know? Yeah, but yeah. It's so the CIA. other big theory is the second gunman theory. So and I couldn't quite get the forensics of it, but the the wounds showed that the person that shot him was standing behind him and i had all some the of it too, all the case. witnesses what's that i have some of this if you yeah if you okay. stuck on something but the witnesses were saying that he was that he was shot from someone from the upward right rear angle like upward right yeah. upward right rear angle like, because he got mm-hmm. shot behind the ear and under the armpit so right. he had the uh Ciron had uh an Ivor Johnson 22 revolver that was capable of holding eight rounds. Right. Um, and so the first one of the first shots passed through Kennedy's coat um, and brazed another man, um, Paul Schrade's um, head, and the bullet was recovered. So they have that bullet. Um, the next bullet was behind Kennedy's ear. And according to like the coroner, uh, it was at a distance of no more than like three inches right. because there was powder, gunpowder residue. Mm-hmm. Everyone that witnessed uh, Saran was, he was like, two to three feet away right. with his arm completely extended and from a front <clears throat> position, not behind his ear. But I was right. like, man, in the quickness of it, hmm. he could have heard the first spun shot. Around, ducked, and like, turn yeah, around, spun, like, turn, yeah. And it went behind his hard, ear. Yeah. That could happen. And then the, so that bullet obviously was in his fucking brain. So they have that bullet. And then the next two bullets went under his armpit, one lodged in his spine and the other one was inside. And apparently they recovered those bullets. So there was four bullets. The, the one that went through his jacket, the one went into his head behind his ear and then two under his armpit that were recovered in his body. Um, and then the next one. Um, so what they're saying is, let's see. If uh, there's different shooters, the ballistics would be different. Yeah. So though. bullet five um, hit Ira Goldstein in his left um, thigh and remained. Um, bullet six hit Erwin Stahl in his left leg. Bullet seven hit William Weiser in the stomach and remained. Bullet eight um, hit the ceiling and ricocheted and hit Elizabeth Evans in the head um, and was also found. So seven bullets were accounted for and he had an eight round revolver. There were two more bullets in the, in the door frame. And, but the real thing is if seven are accounted for, how was he shot four times right away? Cause they got all these other bullets in all these other people right. and even two more in a door frame. Right. So you're like, there's nine fucking that's bullets. Nine you only right got there. eight. Yeah. Um, so that's some of the weirdness. The police removed the door frame for forensics and then it was just like lost and destroyed. A ton of evidence was lost and destroyed. Yeah. And the LAPD but said there were, they but there have, was also there were three bullet holes in the foam ceiling. Yeah, that were like never bullets. Found or something, yeah, bullets would have went which somewhere. Which like takes it up to thirteen bullets. Yeah. So and the thirteen bullets goes to there's a guy named uh, Stanislav Przinsky in 2005. Um, technology had increased enough that they took some shitty footage that they had, and with audio mm-hmm. forensics, he can find unique bullet sounds like the mm-hmm. firing of a gun. And so there's thirteen shots and two double shots. Double shots means so fast yeah. that with a revolver, a human couldn't pull their trigger that yeah. fast. It means two guns were firing guns simultaneously. Right. Um, and so, yeah, 13 shots, two double shots. So it couldn't have been from one gun. Um, and that got uh, that got confirmed by multiple other 
audio forensics experts, uh, ranging from just like court experts to someone, I forget which one of the, you know, like, like there's MIT and Caltech and all the, every state has a tech university. It was one of the tech universities and a, a sound forensics person from there. And they show the waveforms. And they were like, yep, no, I concur. There were 13 shots on the audio and uh, two of them were too fast for one person to have done. The other mm. thing that happened is they were trying to say, oh, we can trace the bullet matches the gun, but it didn't, and they couldn't match it, and so they actually swapped the bullets. Like, there were, I guess, images of a couple of the bullets in question that were removed from him, and they had specific striations on them, and then the ones that were actually submitted in court were different, different. bullets, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so that shit happened. And um, that came up in 1975 because an L.A. judge convened a panel of forensic experts to look at the ballistics. I'm not sure what prompted him to do it, but that was, I mean, what? Yes. I mean, there are two shooters, right? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Some people think there was a security guard or a police officer. I think it's the lead security guard who had had been outspoken anti fucking Bobby Kennedy. Eugene Caesar. And he was actually in the exact position that would have been needed and was holding a gun, but I think he had a 38. He had a 30, he had a Rome 38, but he owned a 22 that was super similar to what he had to what that guy had. But when questioned, he said, I don't like, I didn't, I couldn't really see from where I was at. I'd rather just not be involved. I don't want to be, and, here, and, and they he left him out. Him involved. He drew his gun. Yeah. His gun like, was witnesses. Out. know he drew his gun, yeah. but they claimed he never fired it. And the cops never questioned him or asked to see his gun. Hmm. Which is weird. weird. Very fucking weird. There's that skeptic guy. I can never, Michael Shermer or something. Who's a skeptic? You know what I'm talking about? Michael Schremer, Schremer. Uh, shrimp, shrimp Van Winkle. Shrimp Van Winkle. Yeah, I think that's it. But he was on there and he's like, yeah, but he, I mean, he makes good points. He's always like, I love the conspiracy. And that guy is always like, fuck that. It didn't happen. You got proof? Nope. And so it's like, he's like, really? All these people saw fucking Sauron fucking pull his gun and shoot. But no one saw someone three inches from the back of his ear. Right. But it's like, someone's wrong. You well, can't if get everybody's those, looking this way at a shooter, you know what I mean? Right. Like everybody's focused on, True. oh, fuck. Pop, pop, back of the ear, yeah. I mean. But the thing it, is, it, the reason I have a problem with it is the, the obviously it was a dense fucking crowd there was yeah. because there. everybody got shot well, because there were so many people there, but still nobody. It's because well, you after can't the deny third shot, they tackled him onto the steam table and yeah, his hand was like this back shooting, and shooting, he was just shooting. going pop, 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 just unloading it until he was out. What, mm. what, what doesn't make sense though, is if there's 13 shots verified eight, eight rounds, eight in rounds in that gun, what else is. You know Something's what I mean? Up. Yeah. Well, oh, for sure. And, and they like, sw- they clearly swapped bullets. They yeah. took that door jam. They never now, found the other bullets. Now, if it was like the guard shooting at something and just missing, like, but they would still recover. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you right. would still see uh, the bad investigation. Yep. Like, and then there's the, the, the woman in the polka dot dress, which say, is yeah. very strange. Yeah. And so she was jobs. seen all around the hotel with uh, Sriracha Sriracha and one other man. And I think um, the man was uh, had his name actually, or Michael Wayne or something. Okay, the guy. Right after the shots, like the shots ring out, and a campaign worker, like one of Kennedy's campaign workers, is standing right next to her, and she yells, "We shot him! We shot him!" I guess she was. They were fleeing down a stairwell, is where that person witnessed them okay. running away. And uh, they, and she, she asked, who? "Who?" And she said, she "We says, shot Kennedy. We shot Kennedy." Right. Like using we and ran away, and so then there's this polka dot dress thing, and there's a guy named Vincent uh, DePirio, and he was one of the people that got shot, I believe, and an eyewitness, mm-hmm. and he took a lie detector test, and in his interview on that documentary I was watching, I think the Al Jazeera one, um, he states that they 
kept turning off the lie detector test and telling him you did not see a woman in a polka dot dress mm. and kept saying, he's like, I did. And she identified her in court and it's Valerie Schulte is the name of the woman in the polka dot dress. Mm. They even identified who she is, but like nothing comes of it. They fucking don't do anything about right. it. And they make him, they turn off the lie detector machine never and keep saying like the fucking he's men in black shit. Like you did not see him. Right. And yeah, he's yeah. not going, he's not right. jiving with it. And yeah. they're like, no, you didn't see it. He's like, I did though. I did see it. And then they like just insubmissible. They take, they, they don't have that. Do you know if that record. Was, did that happen right then? Or did that happen later? I mean, not right then, but yeah, after but it was, during investigation. Okay. Yeah. Cause there was another thing that in 1975, an LAPD officer came forward and said that a retired couple, um, who was there told him that they heard, a, a attractive woman in a polka dot dress, Say we shot him. We killed Kenny. We shot Kenny. We you killed Kenny. <laughs> we shot him. Mm-hmm. We killed Kennedy. We shot him. We killed him. Um, and but they were never investigated. There was also uh, <clears throat> someone witnessed that hours prior that oh it doesn't matter they're going to take care of him tonight at the blah 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 convention or whatever. Mm. And so there was like premeditated preemptive right. like reports. You can't predict that that was going to no. happen. No. So. Man, I don't know. There's a so bunch I don't of shit. know. I, de- I mean, based on the stuff that I was seeing, I definitely think there was a second shooter. I don't know if Sriracha was in on it in the first place or fucking mind the trial by Dr. Too, Maxis. Like, the, the defense for him, like, <clears throat> didn't fucking do anything they should have done. They went in and told the jurors, like, their first line was, we're not going to try to prove this man's innocent. We're trying to save his life. So they didn't even try to prove his innocence uh, in any way. They don't They don't follow up any other leads of that cop or any of the polka dot dress stuff. The, the article that I read uh, said that the LAPD burned the door and the foam tiles from the ceiling. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. That's why? some Vladimir Putin Fuck shit. yeah, it is. That's fucking like, tear down and bleach everything. We just got rid of the fucking evidence, dude. Uh, another like, thing burned that, it. That, that, that right there... If there is no conspiracy, they fucking made it look like there was. Fuck yeah, they did. I mean, did. it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, take down the door frame, destroy it. Right. Burn the fucking ceiling tiles. Like, like come was, on. And uh, even his uh, son, like, like years later, shit. his son, who apparently is quite a conspiracy theorist. Uh, well, you, I think yeah. you would be Bobby, too. Bobby dad, Kennedy, your uncle yeah. and your fucking dad. Bobby Kennedy's son even came out and said, you know, there's, there's no way that my dad was killed by an eight shot revolver that held 13 bullets. Right. Yeah. You know, like. no, I mean that right there, just saying that, like just saying that guy had an eight round revolver, 13 bullets were shot. Right. That's been fucking confirmed. Yes. Yeah. By multiple forensic experts. So including the original investigators bullets, who were pulling bullets out of bullets bodies and walls were swapped in the trial. Yeah. That's fucking conspiracy. Yes. Yeah. So one other plain thing and simple. That I the saw truth was, was not given. No, there was a plain teenage am, amateur photographer that had like press pass and mm-hmm. was able to like take pictures, casting a, couch, and he was taking uh, <laughs> photos um, during the speeches and then followed them into the pantry. Continued to take pictures mm-hmm. during the assassination mm-hmm. and then took pictures of the scene after the and the aftermath. Well, the LAPD came and confiscated his camera for yeah, evidence. Should it did, and they gave all the pictures back with the exception of all the pantry pictures. Mm-hmm. They gave any pictures back that were on film prior that he took during the speech and, and anything after but all the pantry pictures are just gone no yeah. explanation as to where they went or what happened wow. to them they're yeah. just gone so why would you do that right you know what i mean they got uh, oops we put it in the burning pile it's yeah it's, there's a cop just all yeah. pop yeah it's the same thing like i said my my wife's cousin was at the the vegas shooting mm-hmm. and uh they were being shot at they were at the concert right and uh they lost like people who lost their phones got their phones back 
and all of the pictures that they had taken there were gone. Were gone. They were wiped. Who the fuck did that? That's tedious. The person that found yeah concert full of phones. So who the fuck would do like the lady that they got the phone back from had a duffel bag full of phones. Like how could you gangster do that like that quick and be able to get everyone? Why would some random lady be giving back phones? Right. Yeah, but how would you even keep that straight? Whose phones who and and get into a phone with a password? It's an iPhone. It's how the fuck you gonna do it? It happened. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like people think there is no conspiracy. There's a fucking cons- like that shit just doesn't happen. Right. Right. You know what I mean? If it, if it was plain and simple, point blank, guy shot people, people took pictures, they lost their phone, they got their phone back, everything would be there still. Right. So Sriracha Sriracha gets the death penalty, but yeah. it gets stayed. Uh, his execution gets stayed like three years later because of changing like laws. Mm-hmm. Um, they get rid of the death penalty, and then he's been in prison forever. I think yeah, he's still in prison. Since. He's still in prison, and he was eligible for parole as early as 1980, yeah. and meets all of their requirements um, to be they released. Still let him out. And they just don't. Know oh, of course, they're not gonna let him out. He ain't getting out. And they and there's like a team of attorneys trying to get him a retrial. Trying and trying and trying and like it's just not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. I'm surprised he didn't get fucking Epstein. Like, yeah. But his story every time is just that he doesn't remember that shit. That's why he's not dead. Like, if he started remembering shit, like, oh, so and so, fucking fucking doctor, doctor, fucking Wanzer, fucking programmed me. Then he's dead. He like I didn't know what a powerhouse he was, what like a beacon of light he was, how ballsy he was to do the shit he was doing while people were getting assassinated, and he was like fucking aligning himself. I mean, he was people getting assassinated. He was almost, and he he, got assassinated. Yeah, and he was almost as important as Kennedy was. You know, I mean, the role that he was going to play. Um, and like Brent yeah. said at the very beginning, it's like, what would America have looked like if he did become president and he was still trying to make all these changes and make America a better yeah. place? Like, you know, people he, think he would have been a greater president than place, JFK, like you know? place him as president instead of the Nixon years. Yeah. And no like, Watergate. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what fucking yeah. happens? Yeah. No shady Watergate. You know, yeah, maybe no man, Vietnam. Crazy, like, yeah, crazy. it could be completely different. Yeah, man. That's yeah. a trip. The butterfly yeah. effect of all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Martin Luther King hadn't died, like yep. all of that, yep. just be might not even have computers. It's true. We like like the internet might not exist. That's right. All right. Um, social media winner, episode five fifty seven, Mount Saint Helens, Renee, Kyle, Kale, K A I E L. How do you think? Hmm. Come on, you're an English professor. Give me some love here. Von Schlagen. Yeah, that's K A I E L. Yeah, K A I Kiel. Kiel. Yeah, yeah probably Kiel. Kiel. Renee Keel is going to win a sticker pack from Print Dirt Cheap. Uh, he or she, Renee, could go either way, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, new listener, and uh, yeah. thank you for sharing on social media. Indeed. Um, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out to you and get your contact information, and I will stuff a shit ton of stickers into a small envelope and send it your way with a big fat stamp on it. Thank you for that. Um, also, we are a part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, go to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts like Nerds on Topic and At Least There's Coffee. Did your episode come out yet on that? Yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, I think it's just called. At, yeah. least, there's, at least there's Dave Moten. Appropriately, I think it's, it probably uh, says that. It might be. I think I it's at it least is, there's yeah. coffee featuring Dave Moten. because oh, it's always at least there's this thing. Right. I bet it's at yeah. least there's Dave Moten, which is kind of cool. It's probably at least there's vegans. Yeah. That's all they're going to talk about. Maybe. So uh, check that out. Podbelly.com. Also check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. It's nutritious. It's delicious. Put it in your mouth hole. Go to the grocery store. Buy some. Give it to your friend or family member. Give it to the UPS guy. Give it to the mailman. Leave it in the yep. box. Put it on a table. Drop it at a restaurant. Bomb somebody yep. with hot sauce. Bomb. 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 Yeah, if you put Brought it on the table, go bomb. Bomb. Yeah. 
It's not yeah. Christopher Walken if you think no. that's what we're trying to do. No. It's a whole other no. thing. We just don't know what it is. No. We can't identify it. <laughs> um, so check out the hot sauce and uh, put it in your mouth hole. Go to lucateco.com if you want to buy gear. If you're a super fan, they've got all kinds of cool shit. Um, they do contests all the time, and uh, we come out in numbers and fucking... We slaughter them. the percentages. We win. We like don't win them, but seventy. We, we no, it's we. The skull. Yeah. The skull wins like seventy percent of those because we fucking dominate. So go do that. Don't just spam on their social media. Go leave a genuine comment because there's plenty of genuine things to say about them because they're the king of flavor and it's mm-hmm. delicious. So go say something nice. And uh, but it would be good if you hashtag Sofa King Podcast or tag at Sofa King Podcast um, so we know that uh, so we know and they know. Um, yeah. But yeah, post it on social media. Put it out there publicly that you're a fan. And it does great things for us. It makes them love us even more. So also check out Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com and get stickers and printed goods. You can use code Sofa King Podcast when you're over there doing that. Actually working on uh, a possible poster promotion with Print Dirt Cheap right now where there's going to be some kind of social media requirement that you do something cool and get some kind of poster that we don't sell. Um, so that's in the works and uh, trying to make that happen. Um, what else? Check out Jimmy D's teas. Um, he's making some bandanas that are on the way. Um, so if you are a upper tier patron, um, some of those have already started to show up, but there's some more of you that are going to get some stuff cause I just don't have it yet. So, um, thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support and go check out SKR apparel. That's S U I K E R apparel.com. Um, also check out our our store at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Got some new designs in there. Um, Nicole Smith-Bosch put some more stuff up in the store for us. And there's some cool shit. There's backpacks, stuff that we haven't had in the past, face masks, um, all kinds of cool stuff. Go check that out. Check out retrovague.com if you're into 80s gear. Um, there's some cool 80s influenced uh, clothing and or merch over there. Go check it out. Check out Mindframe Podcast um, if you're into sci-fi and you're into Dave. You're into Mindframe Podcast. You should check it out. His his voice is sultry and smooth and sexual um, in a way that you've never experienced. So go check that out and start at the beginning. That's all I ask. And go support us. And if you're already listening, um, go leave a review on iTunes because that's huge. That's for all the podcasts. That's what she said. That's for Brewing the 99. That's for Sophie King Podcast. That's for Mindframe. Um, If you could take a couple minutes to leave us a five-star review. Um, that is huge for podcasters. Huge, if you huge, like huge. a podcast, not even us, if you yeah, like a podcast, any podcast. go live, leave them a review right. because that's, that's big. It's really fucking hard to get reviews. And yeah. a lot of podcasts are doing Actions. the same fucking work we're doing yeah. and not getting the love. Go give them a review because that's a huge Actions thing. speak louder than words. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Do it. You can yeah. say you love them. Go show it. Go yeah. do it. I think I say Unless you're a ninja. Yeah, that's true. Because then your yes. actions are perfectly silent and mm-hmm. words are always louder oh, than a ninja. Stupid observation, <laughs> sir. I like that. All right. It's your turn, Brad. Uh, we have Skull Member of the Month, Blake Stubbs. Uh, have, after he awed us with his uh, poem mm, that was at the not, beginning of the week. I don't know about awe. You guys were in awe. Full you guys were... Yaw. Wow. N- yeah. What I don't you? know. Well, anyway, he was approached by Hallmark. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Bomb. He actually uh, respectfully declined their offer. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's starting his own Oh, company. ballsy. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. What's the company called? Well, it's called uh, Stubbs and Sons. Mm. Even though he doesn't have sons, mm-hmm. um, he's calling it Stubbs and Sons. Yeah. And, um, you know, well, he calls make... his nuts his sons, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, he's called Ballmark. He's got three of them. He's called Ballmark. He could yeah, like Ballmark. Ballmark. Yeah. 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 That might I, be it. I I'd mean, go with that. Yeah. yeah. He, he wanted to sound official, though. He didn't want to, uh, you know, scare people away. Well, when he gets his... out of the shower, he leaves a ball mark on the floor because of his stubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how it happens. Yeah, it's 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 a I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Dangerfield. It's, it's still... 
He's got a scab. <laughs> so, he's got a scab on the bottom of his ball sack. Yeah, from, from dragon. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's, a dinosaur's foot. Yeah. I mean, you see his socks. They're just they're weird. Yeah. Like leggings that are tied yeah. in knots at the bottom. That's it's very strange. Capris work out for yeah. him though. They do. Yeah, it's they perfect. Do. He has to. He actually has to have them shortened. Yeah, he's got to take him to the. Him. Uh, yeah, he's got to take him to the. Um, what are Mexican seamstress lady? Why they have seamstress? Because they are. Hmm. Yeah, always. You go and you go into a fucking tailor shop and find me a non-Mexican seamstress. <laughs> Only tailor I go to is Mexican, but he's a guy. See? No, see, <clears throat> Rafael. Seamster. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> What's the masculine form of seamstress? Seamster. Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. He was a racist. Anyway. Hasty. You're being a little hasty with that term. Mm, yeah. I don't like Asians. All I, say- <laughs> <laughs> I love Asians. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, puffy, your food's delicious. Yeah, puffy pussies. Yeah. Yep. Puffy pussies. Yeah. Anyway. Puffy pussies. Have you seen chicken. Taylor Hasty's pussy? I haven't. Oh, yeah. His oh, wife no. has. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Blake Stubbs. Yes. We'll be celebrating your life. I celebrate your month. entire collection, sir. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yep. Put some ointment on that ball scab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ball scab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just rolled off the tongue. Ball scab. It does. Don't let a ball scab roll off your tongue. No. What are you doing when a ball scab's rolling off your tongue? Yeah. What have you been doing? You're getting into it. It's not good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Uh, uh, Reddit. I got R4 slash Sofa King podcast. Joining the conversation there. Uh, all forms of social media, we're at Sofa King Podcast. First on Instagrams, I'm at Raised Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Tech underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's, Tease, and Podbelly. Go give all of them a like and uh, maybe some comments. Mm-hmm. Always helps. And a share. Uh, the playlist is on Spotify, Sofa King Podcast 2021. Search that up. It'll pop up there. And uh, you can listen to the musicals. And patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast to support the show. And if that's all, don't be a retard. Uh, you're a monster. I can swallow a bottle of alcohol in a feel like Godzilla. Better hit the deck like a cartilla. My whole squad's in here walking around the party. A cross between a zombie, apocalypse, and bibbobby. The brain healing, which is probably the same reason I wrestle with mania. Shades in this bitch, I'm posse. To consider it to cost me a costly mistake if they sleep in on me. The hoes better get insomnia. ADHD, hydroxy cut. That's the kibasi. In AA with an AK melee, finish at it like a play date, better vacate, retreat like a vacay mayday. This beat is cray cray, Ray J, H A, H A, H A. Laughing all the way to the bank, I spray flames, they cannot tame or placate the monster. You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster. I'm normal during the day, but at night turn to a monster. When the moon shines like ice road truckers, I look like a villain out of those blockbusters. Like a fifth of vodka when you twist the top of the bottle, I'm a monster. You get in my way, I'ma feed you to the monster. I'm normal during the day, but at night turn to a monster. When the moon shines like ice road truckers, I look like a villain out of those blockbusters. Godzilla, fire, spit a monster. Blood on the dance floor, Louis V carpet. Fire, 
on fire And I got no plans to retire And I'm still the man you admire These chicks are spazzing out I only get more handsome and flyer I got them passing out Like what you do when you hand someone flyers And what goes around comes around Just like the blades on the chainsaw Cause I caught the flag But my dollar stacked right off the bat Like a baseball Like kidding bitch I got them racks with so much ease That they call me Diddy Cause I make bands And I call getting cheese a cakewalk I'm a player, I'm too motherfucking stingy for share Won't even lend you an ear, ain't even pretending to care But I tell a bitch I'm Mary of Shabaria Face of my genital area, the original Richard Ramirez Christian Rivera, cause my lyrics never sit well So they wanna give me the chair Like a paraplegic and it's scary, call it Harry Carry Cause every time I'm digging Harry Carry I'm Mary, a motherfucking dictionary on I'm swearing up and down, they can spit this shit's hilarious It's time to put these bitches in the obituary column We wouldn't see eye to eye with a staring problem Get the shaft like a staring column Drink a happy pack, keep it as black ink Evil half of the bad meats, evil that means Take a backseat, take it back to fat beats With a maxi single, look at my rap sheet with a track these people is my gangster bitch like a patchy with a catchy jiggle I stack chips you better got a half eat Cheeto Filling with the venom and eliminate him Other words I'm intimate him I don't wanna hurt him but I did him in a fitter rage I'm murdering again nobody will have been a fitter Kill him and dump with the fucking bodies in the lake obliterating Everything is generator in again I'm gonna make anybody who wanted with the pin and frame it. Don't nobody want it but they're gonna get it anyway Cause I'm beginning to feel like I'm mentally ill I'm a telekiller be killed I'm a killer be the vanilla gorilla You're bringing the killer within me out of me You don't wanna be the enemy of the demon who enemy of being a receiving enemy What stupidity get to be every bit of me's the epitome of a spitter when I'm in the vicinity Motherfucker you better duck and you finna be dead the minute you run into me A hundred percent of you is a fifth of a percent of me I'm about to fucking finish you bitch I'm available You wanna battle I'm available I'm blowing up like an inflatable I'm undebatable I'm unavoidable I'm unevadable I'm on the toilet wall I got a trailer full of money and I'm paid full I'm not afraid to pull them Man stop. Man, stop. Look what I'm planning. What I'm planning. <laughs>